I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. You are now listening to the Save Cast, the number one old-school RuneScape podcast featuring guests from all across Gellinor. To support this podcast, visit the Patreon link in the description. All right, welcome to the Save Cast number eighty-six with Guns Chili. Guns Chili, hey, how are up? you? How are you doing this fine afternoon? I'm doing great, thank you. I've uh, it's like the first time I've sat still and not been uh, in the desert in the pyramid. <laughs> yeah. I so like it's nice to chill out. <laughs> I seriously turned off my time tracking reminders because, like, as an Iron Man, you like pretty much are forced to do bird runs and herb alerts like all the time if you want to ever have potions. But sure, yeah, I did like three months of just nonstop runs, and now I'm like, I'm turning that shit off. I'm not gonna oh. do my runs anymore right now. I just want to nice. raid. But I did realize I need scales and I need amethyst darts because my dragon darts are running low and scales. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize how important a blowpipe would be in this raid. Usually, it's like never really important mm. in future stuff. But yeah, they're n- they're nice on Akka. Yeah, yeah. A lot of darts there. Yeah, they're dominant. Uh, yeah. Okay, so first of all, I, I want to get into you. Uh, you know, get into your whole story and everything how you became a content creator and stuff but first uh how are you enjoying raids three because it is the hottest topic it just came out last week yeah so uh what are your thoughts it's it's amazing like i think it exceeds my expectations which which is great and um i think i have the same peeves as everyone else does that i've seen um but like it's such tiny things that i think they can work on like overall though i think it's a masterpiece yeah i'm there are it's it's almost like inevitable even if they were to fix the things like every single thing that you'd want to have fixed there would always be something else that would be like oh well that's not perfect you know yeah and i think the things that i personally would like them to fix i think would actually upset quite a few people so (laughs) what are they it's just just some difficulty stuff like i'm (laughs) i'm i know it's a contentious topic but i kind of am on that side of like i don't think you should be able to get some stuff on entry mm, i see i see mm. i 
it really depends on what the drop rates are because like i was under the yeah, impression it, if you did entry yeah. it would be like one in thirty thousand to like get something mm-hmm. you know like just something yeah. stupid but it's still there like that would have been cool but it really does feel a lot more common and it <laughs> i here's my thing is whenever a piece of content comes out almost inevitably the drop rates are too rare in my personal taste right it, it, like it feels like this sucks like we're not seeing stuff often mm-hmm. this potentially feels like we're getting stuff too commonly but i'm like is that mm. a problem for me I'm, I, I'm like i don't even want to mention it because like i've seen so many drop like there are, there was a dude on reddit that got full masori in three raids oh my normal God. like 150 i'm pretty sure like he got I, back to yeah. back to back all three different masori pieces i know that's like wow. a complete anomaly but like jesus mm. christ like that would never happen I, I guess with that many people doing it it's like so hot on release that you're gonna see so much stuff but uh, like the bond price of a bond has gone down low so people are obviously buying bonds to then buy the new gear as well mm. so i think it's like maybe things are starting to balance out okay yeah i don't sure i just really am hoping it, my problem is like i really and i'm on the side of Adicon with this i would really like expert to be significantly better for items not like anything crazy where you just have to do an expert and it's like a one in two chance to get something but i feel like normal mode's a bit too lenient it mm. i don't know at least for me i would like to see the player base like really push themselves and so yeah. if there was like really really challenging content like super high risk high reward and i know this is kind of a little bit selfish because for the past two days i've literally just been wiping and like almost gladly <laughs> wiping because i'm just like eh, i don't really yeah. mind learning right now but it it would feel good to uh be rewarded for the effort i've been putting in you know like, yeah absolutely yeah i feel like once i finally get my first expert solo done it's gonna be like it's gonna be nice but then I just it's so stupid because I feel like everyone on every RuneScape player kind of has this mentality of like oh we need this information like we need to know the drop rates we need to know if it's worth doing and it's just like okay maybe I'll complete my first expert tomorrow or whatever but then I know that I'm just gonna go back to normals just because I've Mm. seen people on Twitter like say oh yeah normals is gonna give you better drops yeah that's what I've heard I've heard like 190s is like peak it's like uh, mm. if you just get like a 190 raid going. I mean, that's literally 190 was when I got my first drop. I got a fang. And I was like, okay, normals are – I got it 5KC. I was like, okay, like normals feel pretty good. I, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I the, Overall, though, I love it so much. Yeah, no, that's true. So I guess we'll, uh, we'll come back to that topic. But first, Guns Chili or Tom, as I'll call you, uh, who are you for those that don't? No, or I've never heard of you. Um, I am a RuneScape creator. I uh, I do I do a few things with RuneScape. I like to I like to stream it. I like to make videos on it. Uh, most of all, I like to play it. Um, and I like to help others make videos about it. And I like to, I guess I like to make art on it too. Like I like drawing stuff about it and making uh making 3d models and stuff based on it i just uh just love the game man that's awesome that's really cool to just hear a creator's like passion for the actual game mm. <laughs> i feel like it's almost rare I-, I don't know at least when you get older it's like i don't know sometimes being a content creator for years can kind of burn you out of just the game but it's cool i, th- I thought i honestly thought it would but 
I've been playing for so long now. I don't think I've ever, ever really been burnt. I've, I've cool. had breaks and appreciated yeah. it, but yeah, I don't really get burnt much. So you're primary. Okay, so you you stream and you do YouTube. Is there one that you would say you're more like prone to, or like one that you I guess enjoy more? Do you, I, I think you know? yeah. In in 2017, I I felt like. I, I'd start taking YouTube more seriously than Twitch. Mm. But I, I started out streaming Twitch before I made a video or anything like that. Oh, damn. Um, so, yeah, prob- probably YouTube. But I get months. It's like I'll have like three or four months in a year now. This seems to be the pattern where I like don't really want to make a video for a month. So I'll be like, right, this is the month I'm just going to stream. So I feel like now YouTube feels more like the kind of job side of things like that's the that's the thing i wake up and i think about and i i I like to grind out and do and grind out and create and then when i want to put my feet up and relax i'll stream (laughs) that's cool that feels uh, i guess it kind of feels like similar to me i'm not i don't take youtube terribly serious and i don't Mm -hmm. really spend like hours and hours editing i can imagine i mean seeing some of your videos it's it makes other i'm I'm gonna say this it makes other creators feel bad man you gotta stop with the edits (laughs) dude you gotta stop (laughs) i'm kidding but like but uh it it is very impressive to see you and like even torvesta recently just pumping out in just great quality videos you know and uh it's cool to see it's almost like the the competitiveness of uh i don't know good editing is kind of like raising like if you were to be a creator a decade ago you would have been like <laughs> just the greatest of all time i feel like <laughs> but like as the years go by there are like those top end creators that really are pushing themselves and it's just it's really cool to see but sure yeah. i i feel like i feel like um it i feel like with youtube it really shines through when you can tell someone loves to do it and loves to create stuff like that i by no means think it's necessary to create like heavily edited videos um i was listening to your podcast with will earlier and it, and he was saying like he loves to be able to just create youtube videos where people can have us background noise mm-hmm. and i personally prefer those kind of videos even though i don't make those kind of videos Interesting. i love i love to like just have something on the side and just like listen to it and follow along yeah especially with progress videos like the boaties recent videos are just so great to have as a companion like before like as i wake up and have coffee just like sit there and listen to him go through what he's doing and yeah, yeah that, that kind no, of content that's true I, I love so much right now and i just don't feel like it's necessary to create um so, like you know high edited high quality videos unless you really want to do it and, and you really love to do it kind of thing so let me ask you this then because back when um you know uh caveman only he used to be like a, a full-time creator and now he's you know kind of doing his own thing he's he, he still stays connected to the community but he's not like making videos or anything but um sure he said that he got to the point in making videos where he did start putting maybe even too much effort into his videos and it burned him out of him even making videos because he felt like as soon as you start putting in more effort you can't go back right okay yeah so how how have you dealt with that um the way i've done i feel like since 20 about 2017 i've tried to like tried to step it up every time um and like financially it's 
that mentality has destroyed me often um because like i'll i'll take on something too ambitious when it comes to learning something whether it's like learning blender i only started learning that uh in january and i I sold my car to to learn it because i knew that i wouldn't be able to create anything with much substance for like two or three months Mm -hmm. so i was like okay well i'm gonna have like two or three months where i'm not gonna earn much money um and like i just feel sometimes i make big mistakes by by doing things like that whereas i should just kind of focus on just pumping out content rather than waiting Mm, to learn something but the 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 good thing about doing that for me personally has just been the opportunities i've gotten outside of youtube or like outside of creating my own content so now i'm at a point where like um I'll, people will kind of like commission me to, to help them with things whether it's like a sponsored integration or recently jagex with the toa trailers yeah those I are feel great like I'm at... by the way oh thanks man i'm glad you like them they're, they're so fun to make um yeah i just feel like now i'm at a point where um i i can kind of take my foot off the gas with my own channel and help out others if need be that's cool do or you like enjoy it yeah. like uh for let's just bring up the the raids 3 kind of trailer example did you enjoy that or did you feel like i could be making my own video with like great edits i don't know like i don't know sure I, I i was really nervous about doing it at first because um like it was new to jagex as well like they'd never really let anyone they had let playtesters come in but they hadn't really let anyone come in for the purpose of like creating direct content for something that they've not released yet mm, yeah so we were all kind of just like oh we'll just see how it goes kind of thing and i i think it went better than than we expected it was a lot easier i went into the office for a day and then just kind of zoomed around with an orb in the raid like i <laughs> i they set my character to invincible and like i couldn't really damage anything i just kind of went into every room took as many shots as i could and then um begged the art team for for uh object files for blender very cool and yeah it, i they were just like yeah sure everything was just like it's i was like oh this is going too well like i'm getting all the, they're, they're allowing me to use these files and uh i just felt like i had big shoes to fill in i was like oh, i don't really want to mess this up yeah yeah that's that's a lot of pressure especially when it comes to <clears throat> if it's released on the old school channel people feel very some people feel like oh it's a free opportunity to just critique it to like oh you know, yeah, my wits sure. ends basically like it's <laughs> yeah so you have that writing on you as well because some people mm-hmm. might not even see oh this is done by guns chili it's like oh this is old school thing and just like judge the fuck out of it you know so oh yeah, yeah. i that's happened to me before like in uh 20 i think it was 2016 um on under the matt, the matt k era they asked um me and my ex at the time to do like a guide Mm-hmm. for people coming into the game and it, it was just it was a disaster <laughs> really like yeah I don't I'm, I'm i'm so bad at explaining things like i people ask me to make guides all the time and <laughs> i don't like trying to tell people how to play it's yeah. just not my thing but back then you know they kind of waved a carrot in front of my <laughs> in front of my nose and i was just like yeah sure i'll do that and i i should have said no it just wasn't my thing to mm. like try and make a guide i see i don't know i feel <laughs> like i feel like you can't regret having tried it i don't know yeah, at sure. least that's my take it's like i don't know it i feel like you would have regretted it if you didn't 
if you're just like nah i don't want to do that but yeah that's fair i would have okay yeah uh that's cool though that you're at a place now where you can kind of help out the community as well and just have your own content because i feel like you're pretty well established now as a creator um and that really just i don't know it's a good place to be in i feel like Mm. now i I don't know exactly how you feel about that because everyone's like situation's different but uh, when i see you as a creator i'm like he's just doing great it looks like you know just kind of knows his flow knows what he's doing he streams often he you know is uploading consistently whatever you know however many days uh, yeah you want to upload so i don't know i Mm. think i think you're in a a cool place at least you know what i've seen so yeah i mean everyone's their own worst critic like i personally don't i always think oh you know i'm only uploading once a month i I should try and get two out and you know yeah you kind of shoot yourself in the foot with stuff like that sometimes but i'm i am very fortunate to uh to be able to do this as as a as a for a living yeah okay so let's take a step back and how did it all begin like how how did what <laughs> because i feel like okay so i i talk to a lot of creators and mm-hmm. it's always fun just asking their origin story cuz for the longest time and maybe my audience can relate with this is like for the longest time i used to think content creators were built different like they were just like a different <laughs> breed of people you know what i mean like like sort of like actors you just see an actor like oh that's just just an actor you know it's like oh this is a content creator but it really you weren't born to be a content creator it's just like you just chose to be one so uh yeah how how was yeah the uh, whole journey well i started a long time ago it was like 20 uh it was the spring of 2015 i actually started but like i feel like it kind of started in 2014 um because i i had a job i was stringing tennis rackets for um a sports company and uh i would watch aoa tube uh skidler and uh, emma curtis emma rpg was like a new streamer then so i'd check him out sometimes too and and boti of course and i would i would just work and watch them all the time and uh i loved the game as well i was uh I was like pet hunting back then because they had just released like the first pets mm. in uh, 2014. So I was like really keen to like make a pet hunting series. Quick tangent: How many pets were there on release? Because I actually didn't play until the end of 2015, so I don't even remember. I, honest, I don't remember. All I remember is that I I think Jad came out before got the God Wars pets, mm. and I think the God Wars pets came after God Wars was released. But I know that KBD existed, and obviously Chaos Ellie was the first one. Okay. And uh, th- I think Snakeling might have been like when wh- when Zora came out and Snakeling came out. That was when they were like, okay, we should make pets for all the other things. That's so cool. I think it was like okay. Chaos Ellie Snakeling, and then they gave it to like KBD and Jad and stuff. Okay, so there was very few, just like a handful or a couple handfuls. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I might sure. be wrong on this though. It's just so long ago. I don't really remember. Anyway, continue. So I wanted to to like hunt pets and stream it, um, because. I kind of like got to know quite a few of Skidler's community just through being in the chat. And you I you know what Skidler's like. He's the type of guy that just knows everyone's name. So like whenever I would go into a stream, he would like know me by my actual name. Yeah. And like I just felt welcomed and I was like, Oh, like it'd be cool to do like to do this as well. Just like talk to other people 
like it would help time go past faster mm-hmm. um so i started doing that and then uh, my my sister also plays runescape um and she, she was like pretty good at hunter she was like a higher kind of high ranked hunter back then oh dang uh, and uh so we would like we would do uh like red chin streams we like stream catching red chins and um like just by by pure accident well not accident just by fortune i guess um mog time hosted me on like my first ever stream for like two thousand viewers jesus and i i like, didn't know what to do like, I, didn't, <laughs> I, I didn't think i don't really recall like being nervous or anything because back then it was just so unfamiliar like i just didn't understand what was really happening mm-hmm so I was just kind of like chatting away and being silly. And then I didn't stream for two weeks after because I was like, oh, yeah, that was fun. I've got to go back to work now and, you know, just carry on with life. Yeah. And then like some guy, called, I remember his name. His name's Ashley. He emailed me. He found my email address and emailed me. It was like, when are you going live next? And I was like, like, what do you mean? When am I going live next? I don't do this. It was just kind of like a one-off hunting thing. Like maybe I had like little ideas of like, maybe I could do this on stream, like a pet hunting stream every now and then, but I didn't actually like consider myself to, (laughs) for it to like be a thing. Yeah. And then like my second stream, I had like 40 views straight away without like getting a host. I was like, wow, like 40 people already tuned in. And then I don't, from that point on, like I never really, I'm so lucky. I never had to like be, kind of below 10 viewers at all it was always like a i always had sort of a 30 base. 40 yeah. viewers base yeah it, a lot different back then there weren't many streamers around but yeah, yeah i just just kind of fell into it i guess it, it always feels like that because i i started watching twitch end of 2015 i have no idea mm. what the experience was like as a streamer but people said like yeah, getting partnered would take like 500 average viewers. I'm like, how the hell is that even possible? Like, oh, yeah. how, like that would be like very few people. But apparently, there was just so many people watching and so few streamers. It's just a lot more, mm. I don't know, saturated with viewers, I guess, and not saturated with streamers. That's so interesting. Yeah, for sure, my journey to partnership was like, I don't think anyone will ever experience anything like it again because I would, I, I was sort of getting like 200 viewers. It was um. I, I was playing Iron Man at the time and I just like a Cerberus had just come out so I just unlocked Cerberus and mm-hmm. it was like hype and uh, it, it was just like insane like every like people would be like emailing Twitch on my behalf like people were just oh get him partner you know get him <laughs> partnered and like you didn't really know how to do it you just kind of like email them and hope for the best and I got rejected and then like um, it was just like insane yeah, that like is how, such how a hype time. it was when, when you got it then. Because yeah. back then it wasn't really. I remember talking to Bodhi. I mean, he it was never about the money initially. Like when you start streaming, it's because you're passionate about playing the video game and sharing it. There was mm. no sub button until you literally like no. grinded and you know. Yeah. Just just like relying yeah. on donations here and there. Yeah, for sure. Interesting. So, 2015, you started. And uh, so were you kind of like slow at it? Because you said like, I know it almost feels like 2017 was like your your bigger year, I guess. But yeah, how, how yeah, it was. Um, well, I I was working and at university. Mm. So I took the very wise decision after a year of streaming to quit university first. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know what? I can like balance 
yeah. Twitch and my job. Like I can just kind of like freelance my job a bit. And then just as time went on, I was just taking less and less days at work. <laughs> um, yeah, I was still living with my mom as well. So it's like, as long as I can pay rent. A lot know. easier, yeah. So, um, yeah, I just kind of weaned off everything else in life to go all into streaming. And it definitely uh, definitely changed my life. Yeah, it's a cool feeling. Did you? I don't know if you ever had like a toxic relationship with a job. Mm. that that sounds like a weird term but if, i don't know I, I don't know what your job was i won't ask in details but like if you've ever worked like manual labor and you're just w working with your hands for 12 hours straight and all you're thinking about is runescape you start like despising your job kind of yeah sure so. that uh, that's what i was doing like i was stringing tennis rackets which takes like sort of 20 minutes a racket oh, and I, I get like 12 to 20 a day it's like fletching in real life. Like <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I'm like, damn. Um, and like, yeah, my, my boss kind of knew that I was like slowly leaving because he'd be like, oh, you know, you're playing that game again. You know? <laughs> and then he used to never care as well when I watched streams. And then yeah. one day he was just like, oh, like you got, you got to stop watching those streams. Like, I think he didn't want me to go, but in, in turn, he was like, oh, like, yeah, can't, can't, come on, focus up, do more rackets. And I was just like, right. I'm just gonna leave this as well. It's just full time stream. Yeah, that's good. And yeah, interesting. I think it was for the for a good decision to make. Oh yeah, I mean, even though I, w it's really tough to almost, I don't know, encourage somebody to like content create because there mm. is so much risk involved, especially especially if you're taking care of somebody, you know. Oh yeah, like that's like sure. a completely different story. But for the most part yeah if it if it somehow works out in your favor a lot of luck a lot of just consistency and stuff it yep. at least for me it's yeah it's been completely life-changing not mm -hmm. having to just i don't know i think the biggest thing is just not having a boss that a, yeah a, a, i mean you could have a great boss for sure but when you don't when you have never experienced a great boss and you just have like a guy telling you what to do all day it's like okay i don't want to do this yeah, anymore. for sure mm. yeah it's kind of come full circle for me though like I kind of miss that sometimes nowadays. Like I've been missing being in a team or like someone telling, like just kind of directing me a bit. And I mm -hmm. feel like with what I've learned with video stuff recently, it's, it would be kind of nice to like work on a, a bigger project with some other creators at some point and like be kind of be a bit more responsible for other people than just myself. Yeah. I, yeah. I talk about it with Hootie sometimes and some other other editors like oh we should all come together and and do something but trying to organize it it's just so difficult and file yeah. sharing and it would kind of be be difficult to coordinate yeah that would definitely take a lot of like responsibility and yeah a lot of coordination for sure though those community things though that people have been doing i mean evscape and uh hootie tootie doing the speedrun cup and everything like and just getting a lot of people soup doing Gilinor games those events are always just so awesome and yeah, like you just great. know how much work goes into it and how much headache probably <laughs> and i'm like oh yeah. yeah i don't think i'd want to do it but it always does come out to just be a really cool thing i do my my you know what i never really saw like the sebe cast as anything like community really i was like oh i just like talking to people but i i guess people have told me like it is sort of its own community event just getting, yeah for sure to hear about people so 
Yeah, you've had so many people on now. Yeah, it's was... not. It's yeah. weird. I you I I I can't remember. I've been, I've binge watched like a load of your binge listened, I guess, to a lot of your podcasts you, recently. And I remember you're, you're just so about... you're just so sick of my voice. I'm just my audience. <laughs> no, 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 go ahead. I remember you. I can't remember who you're speaking to. Um, I think it was Will, and you were talking about solo mission. Solo mission being like your first kind of breakthrough. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's like yeah. So after you said that, I went back to listen to that and just to see how like different things had, had changed. It's it's really cool. Yeah. What did what did you think? Was was there anything like in specific that had kind of changed, or just? Uh, I felt like you're generally more comfortable. Yeah, that's the biggest thing, actually. Yeah. I think. I, I, yeah. Do you feel like? Because I think you mentioned that you felt like um. You were kind of like oh. I have to kind of ask this person to come on and I feel like I'm taking time away from them. Yeah, yeah. Has that changed now? Are you more like, oh, this is like good for both of us? Uh, this is going to be a fun chat kind of thing. Is that like more the mindset now? I think it's like getting bigger guests on, uh, for example, Solo Mission. And then I got Foe on like recently after that. And then uh, I got Rendy on. And like getting three like pretty big names I feel like just gave me a big boost of confidence. Like, okay, like, and, and they would be very polite and very just like open saying like, hey, this is like a cool thing to do. And they would be like really, uh, like I wouldn't have to try to get it out of them. They would just openly say like, this is an awesome thing that you're doing. And like yeah. that changed my mindset. And then of course, I think the biggest guest, obviously having Bodie on, uh, you know, like once you have Bodie on, it's like, okay, I feel pretty confident now, like being able to get and just like, I know that sounds a little maybe like arrogant or something, but just the fact that I can now say like, okay, like if, if I were to reach out to somebody and they have no idea what the Sebe cast is, but they're like a RuneScape creator or whatever. And I could just list off some names of people that have been on it and being able to list Bodhi gives mm-hmm. me a lot of credit, you know? So it's like, I don't have to be like, oh, I have like, I've had these five people on like they're complete no names, you know? Like that's just how the world works. It's like you you want to have recognizable names that have been on it, so you feel like oh, mm-hmm. like this is like a a thing people do. So yeah. I feel like just getting bigger names on just really helps with my confidence of being able to go out and ask people to be on it. Because for so long it was like this is so awkward. Cause right. If, especially sure, when yeah. you've only done like ten or fifteen episodes, and you're like, hey, you want to be on my little podcast? <laughs> like this. I I've want I've kind of like. Zoe has been like, oh, you need to get on it yeah. to me for a while. And I, I was like, oh, should I DM him? I don't know what to do. <laughs> it's the same with like Twitter, I feel yeah. as well. It's like, do I follow, like, should I follow this person? Like, oh, are we going to be friends or not? Yeah. I don't know why I'm so stupid like that. but No, it's 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 really flattering when people are like wanting to be on it. And they'll even like, some people will even ask. And that's totally appropriate, by the way. Some people are mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of people are just like, I'm going to wait to get invited to eat to anything. And I'm just mentioning the save yeah. cast for right now, but it's like, dude, the people that have reached out to me, get on it. It's just like a fact because sure. I'm willing to talk to people. I, I'm not like, Oh, you asked me. Okay. That's weird. I'm not going to have you. And it's mm. like, no, that, you... that's what makes a good podcast yeah. though. Like the willingness to want to talk to everybody is, is great. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, I guess we'll kind of, continue with uh that last thing and then we'll i, I want to 
hit on one topic from Blueberry that's asking about the your favorite raid out of one, two, and three now. But uh, I guess we'll kind of finish up with your origin story. So mm-hmm. going from uh, 2015 to 2022, what have you noticed? What 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 have you seen as a creator, or what have you? Um, I don't know what. I don't really know how to word this, but like what growth have you seen in yourself from content creation for like seven years now uh i'm more confident like i used to i was like a bit of a late developer in life like i couldn't tie my shoelaces till i was like 10 (laughs) and i didn't even talk properly until i was like four or five which is really late (laughs) is that i feel like uh, i was i was expecting you to say like 12 or something four or five sounds about right but okay i think like girls for some reason just like are born and they're instantly like talking whereas guys are like a bit late but i just i feel like i was just like more more late talking and okay so i i just i was so shy before i started content creation like i i would like talk to people and get flustered and trip over my own words Mm. i feel like in terms of communication it's made me like uh a lot a lot better so i'm thankful for that um the the freedom as well it's like i'm free to be creative and i had such a bad experience at school i was told like i can't do 3d design or art or anything and that's like what i really wanted to do dang that's cruel like by uh, by other students no just by because i was failing like english and math at the time so i just wasn't really allowed to do what i wanted to do um so yeah like I, I honestly like even though i started streaming as an adult and started content creation as an adult i feel like i can be myself doing it yeah which is which is really really great dang it's crazy how those interactions you have as a kid can really mess with you i mean mm. i i experienced a little bit of bullying like not even bullying but just remarks that people like I'm a, I'm a pretty sensitive guy i would say like probably above average sensitivity uh <laughs> and so if if like i just remember like spe- specific instances in middle school that i could literally like reenact almost because they're so heavily ingrained in my brain of people being like extremely rude you yeah know, to me and it just like ate me up inside because it was like the first time i experienced in elementary school everyone's just like a kid and you know having fun like everyone's innocent but then as soon as you hit like middle school people are like the most cruel (laughs) people on earth they just like don't care about feelings or anything so yeah yeah it's it's crazy how like childhood experiences can really mess with your brain and outlook on life kind of but Mm. that's cool that you makes you stronger i guess though yeah yeah for sure or it makes you an iron man (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) or an ultimate if you go like really no i'm kidding um So here's a good question because we have now experienced all three raids. Mm. Blueberry Central asks favorite raid on OSRS. So uh, what what is your experience with Cox and Tob? Did, have you done like a significant Awful. amount? Nope. So my like I am I just never was a raider mm-hmm. until recently. Like my favorite boss is Fasani's Nightmare, yes. and my second favorite is Corrupted Gauntlet. Okay, so you're a solo so like, kind of like you're. Yeah, yeah, I've always played main kind of like I've had I like plenty of Iron Men in the past, like hardcores and stuff. But like I just love 
I don't like being responsible for other people. Yep. Like, I find that tough. So, uh, raiding, like, eh. I never really was a big fan. But having said that, about a month ago, um, some of my friends were like, you've got to do CMs. Like, you're going to prefer it to normal raids because every, like, your inventory just, like, as long as your inventory is perfect, everything just falls into place. And it's all the same thing over and over again. And you'll end up enjoying it more. And that's exactly what happened. Like, I just started to really like CMs. Mm. Um, and then I got... And then Jagex asked me to do the trailers, and I haven't done a CM in, like, three weeks. But I just... Yeah, I just really started to like CMs, and I feel like Chambers as Eric is, is, is going to be my favorite of the three. Really? Hob- yeah, I think okay. it will be. Okay. Yeah. I do like the new one. Like, I have to say I like the new one more than Tob, because I've now done more TOAs than Tobs. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah. What what about TOB makes it like your least favorite? I just don't like stream I never liked streaming it. Okay. I just That's... because because there's just some people that all they do is Tob. <laughs> yes. And they would come into the chat and like they'd be like, well Why aren't you doing uh, this? Why aren't you doing the yeah. speed run method? Why aren't you doing that? Yeah. And I, I got to a point where like, I could just about like i could run webs and um i knew how to take eight the ball at the so you know all those things had like come to me mm-hmm. but it was just like most people can't do that but still you would stream it and people would like be on you about things oh yeah it's and it just it just i just didn't enjoy it. i know it's stupid to be like oh yeah you shouldn't it's you shouldn't, not like, stupid it's like it's annoying, like that, yeah. but but it would just make me salty, and then I'd only be able to do like two hours because I'd overthink and get exhausted. Dude, dude, real talk. When I think about backseaters, and when I think about newer players that are getting into content that people have been milking for five years, mm. or like you know four years, or so, like when people do. T- I mean, I think Tob is the greatest example because there are streamers that like exclusively just raid all day and it's usually just tob like over and over and over and over and over um Mm. you got people that like live and breathe tob and so when any new player comes by the way for those that do grind every single person almost unless you're like wooks level struggled with tob initially like really struggled because it is very difficult initially now you know muscle memory comes into play four years later but uh Mm. yeah when when new players are intimidated to go in and then you got like you know you're sub 100 kc and people are telling you to do like speed run stretch like dude like i have not spent much time doing this like (laughs) jesus it it almost makes me feel bad for newer players in general i mean when i think of i i hate to use uh i don't know i i guess i'll just bring up cuneeks i don't think he'll he'll mind but (laughs) cuneeks two years ago wasn't great at the game because he was new to it you know like, yeah. yes, he had played it, but he had never, like, pushed himself to do it. He never had, like, a, a, a good enough account to, like, go raid and stuff. So, I will say right now, QNEX is a total gamer now. He's spent a lot of time improving. Uh, but for the most part, he just felt like he was so far behind other other creators in that. And that's yeah. just got to be, like, a stressful point to be at. Because I feel like I started streaming and I was already, like, ahead of the game. Mm. But, damn, if I had just started playing the game, I feel like I would have almost not progressed as fast because i would have almost gotten like pissed off at people trying to trying yeah to tell for me sure. to get better or something yeah yeah 
it, it's great like i think you can tell us i can personally tell when i watch a streamer and see how they deal with that i know i kind of like know who's gonna make it like zoe for example i just she was just relentless with her inferno cape and i was yeah. just like she's she's gonna make this like I, because of her relentlessness and yeah cunix is probably the same i don't get to watch him much i've watched a few of his streams though and mm -hmm. it's it's good to know that he's improved a lot oh he goes so hard like he he cares about improving he wants to be good at the game mm. uh, and i think i mean i feel like a lot of new creators that you know watch bodhi and stuff and get get to see a perfect mixture of entertainment humor gameplay you know like it's just like you got like the trifecta going you know mm. and uh a lot of people really want that because some streamers really love to just chill out and like for most gamers i feel like the vast majority of people just want a game to relax and oh, not yeah. like yeah. stress out about trying to get better at stuff but like mm. i don't know that's the amazing thing about runescape though it's like there's so much to do and so you can much. relax yep, yep. like even skilling sometimes i love to just like do some three tick eat fishing oh yeah so just... that my brain can just like it's almost <laughs> like meditation you're in yeah. the zone just doing the same thing and like oh when i was uh doing my group hardcore i saw your guide on crafting on like um like uh, making molten glass okay because because one of my friends was like, oh, you need to check out Sebe's molten glass making glass. Like, you don't even pick up the glass. You just kind of, like, sl smash it in the bank. Yeah. And you go, I can't remember what bank it was. I think it was, like, um, the pirate bank in, like, where you do cabin fever or something. And, uh, yeah, I just, I just like, got into the rhythm of that. And I just started to, to enjoy the game in different ways because you yeah. can just let your brain go. Yeah. I'm, I'm you know what that makes me happy that you say that because i feel like it is kind of unpopular to even give any good uh remarks to skilling i feel like there's a big community that just hates skilling like if i if i didn't content create i would be a skiller yeah i i feel content. like i almost would too it, it took a lot out of me to it, it took a lot to get out of my comfort zone and to start mm. raiding i remember with chambers release even inferno i was like i will never step into the inferno when it was released when chambers came out i was like there's no way i'm gonna i don't even have gear for this like i'm just gonna avoid it i'm just you know mm -hmm. it, it really took a big leap of not faith but just a big leap for me to get into pvm and i feel like for most players if you're not a super adventurous kind of person and i feel like there's a lot of introverts that play osrs mm -hmm. it's tough to like take that leap and does i don't know yeah just experience is. something new that's difficult mm. yeah yeah sure yeah chambers uh i was it will that said chambers is like smash bros yeah or and, and he even said w when we were comparing tob and chambers he's like chambers is like what noobs like and then tob is like the chat or like the giga chads or whatever but then yeah. chambers is like galaxy brain because it like it goes back you mm -hmm. know like eventually goes back. Yeah, that's so true i feel like that's so true <laughs> i wonder what toa is gonna end up being because honestly my opinion of toa is it is like what you said it's like flawless it's so good it mm. we don't know the drop rates yet so we don't really know like everything of how efficient certain team sizes are and how efficient like the raid levels are but it just feels so cool that you can go in 
everybody's enjoying themselves because you can just customize it however you want. Then you can learn the rooms and improve it. Like, oh, okay, I could turn this one on. It's just like they nailed it, I feel like. It's just so good. And I honestly feel like Raids 3 is the best raid by far, in my opinion. Mm. Yeah, for sure. I It'll be interesting. Like, I don't know if you saw the, the Akka um, parthing strat. Oh, I saw that with the, with the with the shadow. I think it's only with a five tick weapon. Oh, really? Okay. Going around in like yeah. a diamond, pretty much. I feel like when more more stuff comes out yeah. like that, it, it, it maybe it will have a mix of both cocks and top of like the rhythm, you know, broken broken things. Yeah, that you can do yeah. To, to mix things up, but I, it is so flawless. I really hope that they don't panic fix things i don't think they will either but when i think of like akka being oh that's bug abuse or something like being able to run around at the time it's like no that's just things that should be in the game yeah yeah i agree yeah so what what are your thoughts on um like my i guess my least favorite is probably baba just because same yeah i'm not really a nilo guy i I hate nilo waves and Um... i hate baba waves the yeah the saving grace is that it is a short room you can make it in three minutes you know so yeah it's not like the war it doesn't feel like it's overly just like dragging on i like switching gear as well yeah it's not so, bad um the the thing that bothers me is the i don't know i feel like the actual baba room like the boss room can mm-hmm. be really tilting because the five rocks that fall, you don't know which is the one that you can break until it's already like there. I wish there was an indicator mm-hmm. while it's falling. Right. That would be like, yeah. okay, this is the one. And I honestly kind of wish, I don't know. It's just really tilting when you get like one rock and then the other one's like on the complete opposite side and you're like, D- okay, well, this just sucks. I don't know. It's like, it's just a little yeah. tilting because you just want to pass it. And I understand that's a mechanic. Like you're going to get RNG'd and just like have to wait a few waves, but like that kind of bothers. Also, I, di- okay, the banana peel invocation sucks and the pitfall <laughs> sucks because like I didn't yeah. know what I was doing. I-, I think I could probably do the pitfall one. The banana one's awful. It's just, getting RNG'd and then the thing that really bothers me is Baba moves exactly your same speed so if you run he'll run so when he chucks a boulder at you and you have to get to the rock he'll usually be right on you if you know you hit the rock and then immediately start attacking but he did he did a rock attack and then he was following me as I ran to the rock or like the big boulder to you know tank it and then he summons a shadow attack. And whenever he summons Aww. a shadow attack, he stalls. He doesn't Dang. move to you. Yeah, so yeah. I went back to click on him, and I just took like a 90 to the dome. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> just such pain. Yeah. There, there's things like that where it's like, okay, this isn't this isn't a bad mechanic. I just have to learn it. You know, I have to understand like, okay, don't take unnecessary risks. Mm. So I love I just the the I love the way that room looks so much that like I'm it's so cool. I'm like I don't care if I get battered. I'm like, oh, it looks so good. <laughs> I, did you ever play Crash Bandicoot? Uh, a little bit. I was more of a Nintendo guy. But... Okay. Crash Bandicoot but... 3 had this fight that's very similar to Baba. Ah. Like, it, it really, really... The color scheme of it kind of reminds me of it. Baba kind of looks like a lion in a way. And mm. that's, like, the same kind of thing you're fighting. And then there's, like... Instead of boulders falling, five boulders, it's five lions that run at you in a certain, like, pattern. And it feels, it, I don't know, it's, like, really gave me nostalgia thinking about that fight. I don't know. So, 
it's I, I've also heard some strats for Kefri where uh, venging is just insanely dominant. You just pretty Ooh. much venge everything, and you do it like one of your first rooms or something, and you just okay smash it because it literally takes full venge damage or something. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Oh, I need to look up on that. I'm in, in a bit of an echo chamber right now. I just like I don't know why. I normally whenever things come out, I normally watch a lot of Twitch, but I've just kind of been stuck in my Discord. Yeah, oh yeah, of like my clan's Discord just bouncing off information and being on voice that mm -hmm. i just haven't been watching as much twitch yeah I, I i uploaded a video of me doing my first expert run i had no idea what i was doing like i literally didn't understand mechanics of rooms so for like the final boss part one I, i'm in a solo and i'm just tanking the orbs just non-stop because I, <laughs> I, I don't know what i'm doing you know i don't understand mechanics because i haven't like gone in and asked streamers i was just like oh i saw some streamers hitting some orbs maybe i'm just supposed to do that the whole time i have no idea so i got so many yeah. comments and i still am getting comments like dude you don't know what you're doing and i'm like yeah i didn't know what i was doing i know now but like Jesus. <laughs> so um, yeah i need to scrub up a bit on the information side of things same but that's same. what i love so much. it's so fun to be so practical and, f and figure things out so yeah for sure Haley asks how many hours okay so i'll read all of these and then uh, i'll let you go at it how many hours do you spend editing per video typically how do you stay motivated slash inspired to put out such creative content and or do you ever wish you could publish something less edited but feel pressure to meet the standards you've set can't wait mm -hmm. to listen so yeah um uh so i guess we'll start with the first one how many hours yeah do you typically put in um it all depends on whether i want to learn something new um in terms of editing so like anything i made in january february march or april of this year probably took like a week to make per video so and that's like sort of 10 hours a day jesus so you're talking like um, 70 hours or like 50 like do you do you work every day like on videos yeah yeah pr most mostly it really but like there's such a drastic fall off and if i don't learn anything new so like my last three videos people have been saying oh this you know i really like this part this part but i've not actually learned anything new for it so it's taken me far less time to make mm. um it, yeah just the more comfortable i i am with software the the easier it is but if i want to do something like in my next toa video i have planned i want to like um summon the warden but like with um procedural um particles and it's like okay if i want to do that i'm gonna have to figure out a way to make that look nice and learn it and i know that's just gonna take me like half a day yeah so anything i want to learn i just have to consider and add to it like i guess for the toa trailers because I managed to release a video the same month that I did the trailers. Mm -hmm. Like that, the the Akka one took me the longest because I had to learn so much for it. And then I kind of like reused a lot of parts of that for the other trailers. So like the Baba one, I messed up really badly. I was going to have a, have like a storyline for it. And, um, I, I like got the law really wrong. So I had to like, do it from scratch. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it didn't take me that long because i was just like okay i'm just gonna have to use like other things that i used in the previous ones so yeah, okay yeah just any any time i'm learning something new it's 
that's what takes the longest yeah but then it's like one of your new tools that you have that's going to be easier later yeah yeah Very cool. yeah for sure how do you stay motivated and inspired to put out such creative content and again going back to the my question i asked earlier like do, does it do you feel the pressure of having to meet a certain standard every video um i have done at times but 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 normally no like i, I don't tend to feel that much pressure i i'm very selfish with how i make my videos like i i'm kind of i guess i'm lucky to have this mindset but it's like i kind of make edits for myself and i have this agreement with myself where it, like if no matter how much i don't like something i've made i i need to put it out there otherwise i can't carry on doing this uh -huh. so sometimes i make things and i hate it and i'm like oh okay i'm just gonna have to find a home for this in a video <laughs> it happens a lot yeah. and then um but yeah i feel like the motivation comes from just like uh ma mainly just like oh, i just want want a sequence to match this thing in the game that i'm doing and just loving the game so much really helped i th if i didn't like the game i would hate it honestly yeah um so i think it's just like the love love for the game and enjoying what i'm doing it was different with Group Iron. With Group Iron, I had like I felt a bit more responsible for like my teammates as well, and they were like so excited to see their progress and like yeah. what I'd made in that month that it felt like really nice to do for that reason. That's true. But um, yeah. Cool, cool. So, speaking of Group Iron Man, what what are your thoughts on that game mode? Uh, <laughs> I like. It's such a shame because. I feel like in general people were kind of a bit burnt out of 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 seeing hardcore but also not like you can't say that i i i hate saying definitive things like that like oh people are burnt out of hardcore because like obviously they're not you uh, see people like, i don't know I, I kind of agree with your first sentiment on that i <sighs> i do think like we had five years of hardcore and it's kind of like okay, mm. we don't we're not as excited about it clearly there's still some excitement to it but like not yeah not sure as, not as crazy uh, it's like, i feel like if the right person's doing it though and they love it then it's fine like mutz for example he's like he's on this like 17th or whatever he lives and breathes hardcore yeah and like he has got to a point now where I don't think people question him anymore. Whereas like they would like by by number five or number six, he was kind of like the brunt <laughs> yeah. of a joke. Like ha, ah, like another hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> but like the guy clearly thrives the game mode, and therefore everyone's just accepted it now, and that's yeah. like his thing. And like Torves is doing his um his hardcore PvP guy, mm -hmm. and like that like people are like okay, this is acceptable. I love this content. He knows what he's doing. He wants to do this. Yeah. Whereas I I feel like I just. I started a group Iron Man with my friends and I was just kind of messing about and it's like we clearly enjoyed this more than my audience enjoyed this like yeah. my audience really wanted to see my whole pet thing mm -hmm. my in-depth for a pet thing and I was like not I just didn't want to do it I wanted to try the group Iron thing and so at, content creation wise like I just don't feel like it's for everyone and it shouldn't be but if you're enjoying it yourself and you're having a great time then then go ahead but i it just felt so dry for me after a while yeah for that reason just what do what are your thoughts on and i know i'm kind of just like moving on from the question i i, I hope you feel uh like 
we kind of answered the question from Haley. Yeah, Because uh, sure. I'm moving on. But um, what do you think about a new game mode in general coming out? Like, do you think there's too many right now? We got what? Iron Man, Hardcore, Ultimate, Group, Iron Man, and Group, Hardcore. Is there anything else? I think that's pretty much it. Um, everything's kind of... You can tell with, like, what is it? The green group helmet Iron Man? Where, like... Oh, yeah, the unofficials. Yeah, right, like yeah. that. The bridge is so close now to like just being main game <laughs> or just being iron. There's I like know. no, there's no. Everything's all kind of the same anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like for, sure. for me personally, <laughs> like about that. It, it, I have a decent Iron Man. It's like over two k total, but I feel like I would only enjoy it if it was like my most completed account now, because mm. that's what I want to do. I I want to have an account where I fill in collection log slots, and I, I feel like it's like a trophy account and i know that i'm not going to have a trophy account by having like a group of hardcore with an inferno cape it's just not something i'm going to do therefore like completionism stuff is the thing i want to do but i i do feel like everything's kind of uh so similar right now that if there was a new game mode it would have to be something so so different yeah for me to probably jump into it are there any ideas that you have for like um, something you would like to play? Not, not really. Like I don't, I, I'm not like this whole fresh world thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm a huge fan of. Yeah, not really. I, I feel like it could bring value to some slice of the player base, but I just feel like it's gonna burn people out way more than you know. Like leagues yeah. comes around and people burn out of the yeah. game after leagues because everything's on steroids. I feel like it would be the same. Like everyone's like a lot of people will play this fresh worlds and then they'll get burnt out because the high scores are integrated back into the the normal game yeah fresh start worlds is kind of a i understand the appeal Mm. for i would understand a fresh start world for like a player that had like a gambling addiction and they staked all their bank (laughs) away and they're just waiting for like a fresh start that they can just like relax for but the dual arena isn't a thing anymore so it's like not really a I don't know. Yeah, I sure. I just remember back in the day, you know, back in like 2017 and stuff, where like staking streams were everywhere, and I just remember there. W- I feel like there was a big sentiment to just have like a kind of restart, and so like those new game modes, like hardcore and stuff, were like really good for a lot of people that were just burnt from the main and just play- pretty much playing it to stake and just lost complete enjoyment out of it. My mm-hmm. my personal take is Fresh Start Worlds is kind of gonna be a flop. People will still log in because content creators will do it, obviously, because it's a new hype thing. And so other people will play it. I doubt they'll play it for long term because, yeah, it's not accelerated XP rates. It's literally just the same game with a fresh economy Mm. that's going to end at some point. And it's like, okay. But Mithril Man mode. And I know you were just just talking about how, like, pretty much the game modes are kind of blending into each other. It just feels like nothing's really unique. But right. Mithril Man mode is basically just a giant group Iron Man. It's uh, you can only trade with other Mithril Men, so y- you can't use the Grand Exchange. You can't trade other players. You can't boss with other players because you wouldn't get the drop because you're still kind of an Iron Man. But you can boss with Mithril Men, and you would right. all split like the drop. So you could all like go mass something if you're all Mithril Men and you all you know can share it or whatever. But um, that's kind of the idea behind it is an idea of there is no grand exchange so you kind of have your own fresh economy you're still playing with everybody else in the same worlds but you only associate with other mithril men so there's bound to be like 
Thalador Park, where all the Mithril men gather up and trade and stuff. Or I, you know, oh, cool, right? Th- yeah, it probably wouldn't be quite as nostalgic as I'm uh, imagining. It, there'll probably just be some Runelight plugin that's just like all the trades for Mithril men. Like here you go. So like nobody asks you. Mm. But the idea of it would be kind of to relive that nostalgia of no oh. grand exchange, but they're still trading, but only with certain people. I don't know. What What if that was just like you had your own server? though so like say you could buy a server off jagex i'm not gonna lie that limited amount of time that kind of stuff is very controversial uh i don't Mm. know how i feel about it i haven't weighed the pros and cons of just like completely segregating like other players into their own world i don't know it's like i think matt k was really into that at one point he wanted to have like kind of is it roblox or roblox i always say roblox yeah like you could kind of have your own clan servers and he like you'd pay jagex money to like rent the whole server that'd be kind of interesting (laughs) but so it it would be still like jagex run it would just be like you're paying for your own like server so there's no like cheating or hacking or anything like that yeah i they i don't think they would i think anything would go on it right oh okay so it's literally like a private server like of your own yeah yeah yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I will say, though, if Jagex were to come out with... And I know people aren't terribly excited about this. I don't think anybody... there There is a very niche part of the player base that would be into a new reset of 2013, old school, you know? Like, mm-hmm. back what we had in February 2013 with no other content updates. Right. I, I just feel like the... I don't know. My opinion is Mithril Men mode would be great. I would even think it would be kind of cool to have a mithril man mode that's it wouldn't even be mithril man mode at that point it would just be no grand exchange main man mode on a new <laughs> server with no other players besides you guys i don't know there there is a little bit of excitement to that but again it's just kind of separating people and now there's another game basically that's like old school old school old school or rs3 i don't know i i did have a i had a chat with a, a j mod about uh the fresh start worlds and i i think they seemed to be quite surprised that i wasn't a big fan mm. and uh but i did i was thinking like if they took away the ge and made everyone trade again like there would be some kind of more interest yes from me i agree but again like i still don't i don't know like that's still not enough to like drop everything yeah and play it. i feel i feel like for a lot of existing players they want that one killer thing about it to be tempted over yeah because like say say if that was the case maybe i would just make like a fishing alt on it and like you know provide the economy with some fish yes. and like trade it old school and i'd get some enjoyment out of that and i could make a narrative about it in in my vi- in my like main series videos like oh here's what i've been doing on my my fishing guy that's been selling lobsters in the yes. in varrock square and and then i could like swap the i assume they're gonna allow swapping right yeah oh yeah they, they'd they have to i think yeah so being impossible to enforce to to not you know swap yeah i don't know it, the game's a social game maybe some people find something to do in it and it, it blows up yeah i I don't want to like rule it off as being like a completely terrible thing just yet but I, I, it's definitely something i'm not interested in playing yeah i i'm not gonna lie i think you have a really good idea of uh what fresh start worlds could be first of all 
personally, I feel like if Fresh Start Worlds don't have any accelerated XP, which I'm actually for completely, I just don't mm-hmm. want it to end. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like a weird balance of like I don't want to separate people from their from like the rest of the community, but at the same time, it's really pointless to just have a small window to play and just like, oh well, I, I give up because it's all gonna be blended in eventually. But I'm not gonna lie, if if it was everything that the game has right now with a permanent server, that's no grand exchange. That would be pretty exciting. I'm not gonna lie. I'd probably hop on that simply because of what you just said, like being able to kind of hoard things. There, there's no grand exchange. Like I think I would get really into collecting third age on a brand new server and just like, mm. I don't know. Everyone's a main, no grand exchange. There's a lot of excitement with, you know, pursuing your own little path and I don't know, being yeah. able to collect things. I don't know. That that does sound exciting to me. And just even I having mean, an alt do something. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the fact that every everything gets ported into the main game after means that they cannot add anything. They can only take away yeah true but then they want they want to use this to get new people in so therefore they can't take away so it's just i think it is what it is and it will go out and it's it's just a it's a great way for them to do some marketing as well yeah that's true like they'll be like hey it's a reboot it's a relaunch get back get your friends together old school nostalgia and everyone will be like oh yeah like as in the people who don't play every day like me and you Mm mm-hmm and um, sometimes I forget, so, like, there's people that only play a couple hours a week. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, I don't know. It'll be interesting, nonetheless. Yeah. Okay, here's a topic from uh, PLM. He asks, how did you get into 3D making Blender? How do you feel about ending IDFAP? Did you feel more of a relief or not? Um, I'll, I'll start... As we're talking about the game, I'll start with the IDFAP question first. Yeah. Um, uh, did I feel relief? Kind of. Like, I've never... In- like. I think a lot of people think that I enjoyed doing that series more than anything else I've done, just because, like, of the drama. I'm, <laughs> I don't... I'm not very... I don't tend to get... I'm not a very excitable guy. You can't really hear much excitement in my voice sometimes. Yeah. Like my reactions yeah. for drops are kind of shit <laughs> most of the time um so i feel like because everything was on the line you kind of got to see that side of me and i think people really mm. like liked that that it was kind of all or nothing um i, I miss it sometimes but i just hate the jewelry you know now like i the one of the big reasons why earlier we we're talking about how i've hardly done any raids was because i played an account for five years that never had more than 750 mil for more than a week straight like i just didn't have the gear to do any kind of efficient pvm yeah and now that i have an account where i can i've just started to notice i'm like not as bad as the at the game that i thought i would be at (laughs) you know like my my in-depth for accomplishments just simply come down to like okay i i could get a inferno cape without a tebow but no one wants to raid with me because i don't have a tebow or uh, a cipher or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So it is a huge relief to be able to just jump into any piece of content that I want to. But I yeah. miss the drama a bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it really does feel good when you are you have absolute max stats and you have absolute max gear going into content. Because, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm already seeing... 
like Adicon, for example, is running TOA, but he has like the Shadow, Fulmasauri, yeah. Light Bearer Ring, Osmontons. He's got like everything. So it it seems like he is very talented. I'm not discrediting that in any way, but like just the fact that he does have absolute max and you got a lot of people that are like <laughs> going and I've seen people wearing mystics and stuff going in. I'm like, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, it's going to be a lot more challenging without like just beastly gear. I really want a shadow, yeah. by the way. Yeah, they're so, so cool, man. Oh, are you using one, by the way? Uh, I have yeah. used one. But How I've, much are those not... going for right now? 1.825, I think, right now. Sheesh, that's so dope. They seem yeah. so common, too. I don't know. Maybe it's just because everyone's yeah. doing TOA. That must be it. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I uh, When I first saw the animation for it, I was like, am I, am I allowed to see this? <laughs> and when I saw it, I was like, oh, this thing is so cool. Yeah. And, like, um... When I playtest as well, I think it was like best at like Zebak, and now I think it's actually Tebow. And mm. but oh man, it shreds. Yeah, it. I've only used so it within fun. the raid, but it just shreds. It looks so fun and so consistent. The accuracy is insane. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm really excited to get one. But uh, okay. What? Uh, how do you feel about getting into 3D making in Blender? Um. Uh, no, we kind of you... already briefly talked about that yeah yeah um yeah i guess i'll just i think it's something i i'll tell a quick story that i only a few of my close friends know i'm not going to name any names okay but runefest 2019 um there was only like one or two people i think it was literally just little smoky actually making runescape blender edits mm-hmm. and um this wasn't smoky who said this to me but it it was someone else who i i looked up to and they they said like they said to me if you don't get into runescape blender you're not gonna like your editing is gonna go so like far backward like you're gonna have to keep up and everyone's gonna get into it and you're gonna be left behind so you should probably get into it and mm-hmm. i was just thinking like like it didn't make me want to do it i in my head i was like this person is wrong yeah and they are they are still wrong like i don't think you need to uh do you don't need to be a 3d artist to make runescape enjoyable runescape videos at all um but it it just i i it was nilky actually who put out some videos and i was I watched them and I was like, this is actually, I think, a lot easier to learn than After Effects and like any other software that I currently was using to make videos. Mm. Um, so that that's like how I got into it was mainly because of Nilky um, and Hootie as well. They are both Hootie. just so freaking talented. Yeah. Hootie and Nilky were just like the two that i looked at and i was like these guys are making really high quality stuff um and they're also helping people out and making it easier um especially nilky like nilky renders in like uh eevee in blender which is like the less process heavy rendering engine that's very accessible to use and Mm. like the things she can do with it to to make make things look good it's really difficult because i'm not really a fan of eevee renders i feel like a lot of the game kind of looks like shadowy and blocky and i i 
just don't really like that kind of style but i don't know what nelky's doing to make everything look vibrant and lively but yeah like her stuff really really got me thinking about getting into it interesting yeah when i saw uh hootie tootie's speedrun trailer that complete i don't know that was just unbelievable i'm like one person did this and he was learning it while he made it like that is oh yeah that's crazy i i wonder i i know i was talking to hootie about it i wonder if uh anybody will ever make like a straight up like blender runescape film like like something that's like an hour long (laughs) or something you know like i i spoke about it with ingus yeah and it's like (laughs) this sounds so ridiculous but i don't think anyone wants to wants to try it (laughs) because of how long it would take and how much how much love you'd want to put into it you'd want you'd want like a year's worth of money behind you to like consider doing it and then even then it might be a flop it's just such a big risk like you have to fund it somehow otherwise no one's going to be able to eat food yeah that's because everything in blender takes so long especially if you're like rendering in a certain engine and, and i don't know yeah Hootie... like a whole film would just be horrible to make i think yeah hootie was just saying how many hours that would take and yeah like he would basically have to receive like a full salary to like yeah be able to w- just solo make an entire full length oh like yeah film thing so yeah for sure it would be stressful yeah that's uh it, it is really cool though just like the the amount of talent that there really is in the old, old school community it really like is pushing other creators to do more mm. so i i feel like old school actually helps accelerate creativeness in in that it's such a simple game and there's lots of matte textures and lots of hard edges and because of that everything's a little bit easier to edit Mm. um i've edited other games for people like league and it's just i i start editing things for people i'm like how on earth like why is this not working when it normally works on runescape and it's because like runescape's vibrant there's like obvious colors everything's kind of obviously there lots of matte textures and lots of hard edges you can just like apply things like so much easier and then rune light as well like rune lights are just such a game changer if you want to get into runescape editing because you can just dump anything out of the game into a object file yeah if, if you want to go down that route okay here is a really uh cool little tweet from yoda's yoda he says, guest I am most excited about, and that says a lot about Tom. Listen to every oh. cast so far. So hype. He's a big fan of yours. Oh, I love Yoda. He's he's like rank rank two collection log iron, I think. Yeah, he's a yeah, he is insane with the collection log. He used to be rank one, but yeah, some uh who's the other guy? Ruse or Ru Ruzy or something? There's some other guy that's rank one now and he's Okay. Just dominating, but yeah. Um he asks how was the process of making the four insane boss trailers for Jagex? We already touched on that briefly, but if you want to go into it a little bit more. Would love a plug-in third-party client RuneLight discussion. And how was mm-hmm. TOA released for you? Again, we've already briefly touched on that. The second one's the most uh, new topic, I guess. So, But if there's yeah. anything for the first and third you want to mention first. I, uh, me, me and Yoda have become good friends recently. We hang out in the same CC. So I think the uh, the second question might be a little bit loaded because I really hated third-party clients. I was very, very much against them. Um, 
I didn't even like the HD plugins or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I was kind of like very, I liked keeping things very vanilla. Very pure, I, like a purist. Yeah. I I just didn't want to have to use tile markers because I was like, if I use tile markers, I can't edit the way I want to edit. Yeah. They get in the way. <laughs> but like, I've changed my mind a lot recently on it. Um, yeah. Since the ban as well. The Like since they started banning like um, people using open and bicus and stuff like that mm -hmm. i feel like um i feel like i've i'm slightly less irate about third party clients but yeah i had some uh i had some hot takes on them before that i would get a bit of flame for but so what are um, your takes now on it like what do you what do you think about um the whole decision I, I like, to integrate uh, runelight and stuff i've not even laid a single tile marker at toa yet even though like i've started like uh, since I started doing um, CS, like uh, CM chambers and like solo chambers, like I've obviously laid a few tile, tile markers down, and I used uh, what did I use true tile for? Oh, nine zero bandos. Mm, yeah, yeah. Like I, 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 my my behavior was just stubborn. I think like I really I really enjoyed nine zero bandos, and it's like if I didn't have the tile markers on, like, I wouldn't have been able to do it. Um, so I've kind of like accepted that that's part of the game now, and yeah. I felt like a bit of an old man yelling at the yelling at the clouds. But um... nah, I I think I think for everyone, like there's just a way that we play. Like every every player has their own way of playing, and we kind of get pigeonholed into that, and we think like that's mm. I don't know because I used to be really against certain plugins and stuff, but like I just realized. Well, well, first of all, I am I would hate to play RuneScape if we were on vanilla, like pure vanilla. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? That, like the that, normal that Jagger's launcher. Awful. Like yeah. that would I, I don't even think I could play this game at this point. So I understand plugins yeah. are super, super nice. I, I have my own clear biases with things that I don't use. Like if there's a plugin I don't use, I'm like, oh, we don't need that one. But then like as soon as mm. I start using it, I'm like, yeah, I actually want that one. So I'm like, eh. I don't know, but yeah. I think what they've done with integrating Runelight and just completely banning all third-party clients was, like, the most just perfect move by Jagex. Like, everything oh, sure. yeah. everything has just – over the past year, it was, like, so stressful. Like, they were trying to ban 117, which I don't personally use the HD thing, but I think it's totally fine for other people to enjoy it. Um, it's a nice touch, yeah. Yeah, but them fully having Runelight backed – by Jagex and like having all other clients bannable so it's like you feel like you're not being I don't know there is something that comes with RuneScape when you start quote unquote competing in a way like for anything mm -hmm. if you you know you're, you're yeah. trying to play with some sort of competition in mind but then you got people that are literally just blatantly cheating all the time it's like yeah I, I saw I've, I, I could start to tell as well like how things were edited in certain videos to, to hide things i don't i oh, can't yeah. like i can't flame people for using um what was that thing what's that uh, like the party it's called party plugin on rune light but it used to there was like a name for it uh um, like are you talking about like like for tob yeah what was it called was again it? it was um because i never personally use it but i i know exactly what you're talking about socket socket that's yeah. the one yeah yeah i could tell when like people uh using that and like yeah. masks over vengeance <laughs> and stuff but 
like I just feel and like some people would like upload videos of six jazz and it's like oh suddenly you're at the end it's like okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um yeah so I when I started doing um my combat human diaries I was so frustrated I was like, oh, oh that would like, be people are obviously yeah. doing that and I, I kind of want to do it as well but also like it's I like, have you like this ego problem with yeah. pride like, like I'm proud of myself to not have to use it yeah, I, uh, l- luckily there was never anything that you absolutely had to use. Like, for example, mm. like the, the speed runs weren't too crazy where you have to like enter Nilos at the perfect tick and things like that. Like, yeah, uh, I've, I've never actually used any cheat clients ever. Um, I've literally only logged into OS buddy and RuneLight on this account. And like, mm. that's. I'm just glad that they finally made a stance, but they've also added some of the nice OP plugins that originally were just for the cheat clients, like entity hider yeah. and stuff. Like that's so nice. Yeah, that, that's been great. I actually used Open for entity hiding. Yeah, it's so good. It's like there was just certain things where it's like, why is this bannable? Like especially when it came to like left click pickpocketing, I was. I got actually so pissed off one day. I was just like, why is this still a bannable offense to left-click pickpocket? Like, are you seriously yeah. demanding your players right-click every they, single time? They couldn't tell if anyone was doing exactly. it. Exactly. So I just felt it was the worst for me because I knew every other per- every other player that wasn't a content creator was just actively left-click pickpocketing. And I had to, like, oh, sure. do yeah. double the clicks <laughs> with right-click. And I'm just like, this is so stupid. Yeah. It's so good that they, they saw yes, that out now. Yes, yes, yes. I, actually, there was... There was a time my, my one of my biggest clips on Twitch was me getting really angry at RuneCrafting because I <laughs> I did ninety two to ninety nine RuneCraft at Lava Dragons just as they banned AHK and they didn't have shift click. Oh wait, at the lava altar like crafting lava runes. Yeah. Oh, you said lava so, dragons. I was like, oh what sorry, are we about? <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, lo- I did lava runes when they had just banned. Oh AHK, god! Yeah. And there was no shift click, so I had to like <sighs> manually click all my pouches. Yeah, and I like misclicked a pouch three times and just threw my mouse at a wall. And it's like one of my biggest clips. And like, as soon as I got ninety nine RuneCraft, they really shift click. Oh, like, that's so. Tilting. This is the inevitable path they'll go down. People will keep cheating and making programs and adding programs, and then they'll ban them, and then Jaggers will add them to the like to the native game or whatever. Yeah. And I feel like that's just going to continue. Next year, there'll be something that people are like really pissed off about, and it will take them ages to figure it out. And then they'll ban it, and then they'll add it to to the game. Yeah, I, I feel I, like it's a cycle at this point. I feel like that was more of a cycle. I'm I'm more optimistic now that it won't be as bad. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're way more lenient on what can come into the game. For example, GE Challenge made a plugin called Pathmarker, and okay it literally like shows exactly where you'll be standing for like wherever you clicked. It's going to show every true tile you're going to touch on, which is just so busted. Like it's good for mazes. Okay. No, it's like, it's so good, but I almost, I honestly feel like where is the line at this point? Cause Mm. I love the plugin. Don't get me wrong. I don't want it to be bannable, but I could see it being against the rules because it's so good. It's like, right. We're gonna draw the line, but uh, yeah, yeah. there's a, something nice about like someone like, you gotta give it to Wooks. Like he has this stuff in his brain, like he knows where, like he knows where his character's gonna pass yeah, most yeah. of the time, and most people don't. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if 
he i don't know like if i've i've been talking to people some people don't think he's the best at pvm anymore which is like such a <laughs> contentious thing to say but like i feel like if everyone had to play on vanilla i think he would be like still far better than everyone else yeah i i think that's a good take because wooks doesn't play 12 hours a day every day he has like mm -hmm. a real life and so he just comes on with content releases and our this isn't even debatable at this point there i believe there are players that are better mechanically i but i will right. say wooks pioneers shit he still yes, does that exactly. yep. where like most people will take months and months and months and months of practice and then they're like surpassed wooks because they just spent so much time but wooks on release of things will just start picking it up and just dominating yeah for sure but yeah no it i mean have you ever seen port kazard like his his achievements yeah, he's, he, he's nuts the zuck thing he did with um with the no like where he was just waiting to eat yeah that is just like just mad. not attacking zuck and just recoiling it down basically yeah. like that is so stupid but so in so crazy talented to be able it's to pull very creative <laughs> i don't know how people think like that <laughs> dude i'm not gonna lie i don't think i've seen anything from port kazard on toa yet but i'm expecting something absolutely oh. insane oh there will be 100 percent. i i don't think full invocations is even a possibility to complete mm -hmm. because you literally have to turn everything on which includes the prayers not doing full protection and yeah. you can't bring food or potions, which makes literally no... Like, how the hell are you supposed to do that? Unless there's, like, some bug that's, like, purple sweets are not considered food or something, which is... You know if anyone's going to do it, it's him, though. <laughs> I know. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, like, looking forward to, like, a 500 raid or something. Like, I, I wonder yeah. what the absolute cap is of uh, mm. being able to get a completion. I'm really excited to see. I've done a 340 yeah. once, and I was about to get it twice, and then my PC crashed last night. Ooh. Dude this is just a short little tangent my pc crashed for the first time in since i've had this pc and it was literally 15 seconds before the entire fight's over at a 340 no. rate yes literally I, I was on the final thing where you're just dodging the little black holes that sucks so and my much. whole pc crashed like obs crashed everything i'm like are mm. you i literally was spent six hours that day trying to get one completion that was going to be the completion <laughs> and it just got thrown i'm like i'm i need to go to sleep like i i was so pissed off it was bad but uh yeah poor yeah, gazard's gonna do some crazy annoying. stuff yeah he will for sure um okay uh yeah so i guess just finishing off that third party client thing i'm really happy with the state of the game and the state of third party clients i've I've never been a total purist with it. I think we're at just like the perfect stage where Runelight's integrated with Jagex and it's just yeah, it's, it's a good great. System. They they even test on it now, which is yeah, interesting. That's cool. Okay. Um I guess the other things we've kind of already covered. Is there anything else you wanted to touch on with questions 1 and 3 or um we can kind of move on um, to the next topic. Yeah, we'll move on. Let's move okay. on uh here's one from nordstrand he asks what grind that is in your current plans are you looking forward to most and he also asks how does it feel to be on top of the throne of video creation <laughs> oh um i would say i'm most looking forward to combat achievements 
Um, I feel like they're like I didn't think they would be doable, and I was just gonna start doing. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. In them, but I think now that I've experienced having GP in the game and being able to have any gear I want, I feel like it's going to be doable. Yeah. Um, and also, like, being inspired by Will as well. Like, I, Will... When I first started watching Will, he was at Cerberus, and he would, like, die a lot. <laughs> and I don't even think he was using F keys. He wasn't. He told me. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, like, it's so cool to watch people just flourish. Yes. And it's... I find that shit so inspiring so i just i like i know i can do it it will just be a a a grind yeah but a grind i will enjoy for sure it's a really fulfilling grind getting it it's almost like well first of all i i believe anybody can really do it if you have enough experience and you just practice Mm. and time Um, yep (laughs) yeah it's it really just is a bunch of practice the inferno ones were the Inferno don't drop below 50 HP was probably the most annoying for me because it's just like it's so unintuitive like you're you're right, not yeah. ever trying to do that so it's just weird but uh yeah once you decide you're gonna go for Grandmaster there's a lot of tedious things you just need to do but you just just do it don't think about how many you have left just do one by one by one and then eventually you'll be like 20 away and then it's like okay let's just grind out these 20 and mm. uh dude that final feeling of getting that zuck helm is really good it's it's better than getting like your first infernal cape it's just oh really it's a great feeling man yeah i don't think nothing's topped that so far like my first cape yeah so yeah well i don't know it depends on the player but for me the zuck helmet was like it was like two months of just Mm. grinding so for me it was massive but yeah yeah man i'm i'm looking forward to it do you have i want to try and get it done by the end of the year but we'll see yeah i mean by the end of the year there'll probably be like the toa uh oh yeah tasks as well i wonder what they're gonna do for that mm. um interesting one thing i wanted to ask was i know you haven't done combat achievements yet so this might not be like a, a good question to ask but do you have any ideas like do you like the rewards you get from combat achievements or do you think they're underwhelming um I don't honestly like I don't really like I guess it's different because like my series is relatively based around them that I get enough like dopamine from doing them yeah. that like to to me the rewards don't bother me and I get like the Zuck Helm is an ultimate flex even though it looks like it weighs so, like so much to kind of, kind of looks like your shoulder shouldn't be able to support yourself wearing <laughs> it <laughs> but um yeah maybe there could be a few things but it doesn't it doesn't bother me if they don't ever add anything but maybe they will with like toa the toa ones they might add something but yeah um i don't know 
Yeah, I always just wonder because I think for the most part, it's in a good place. I personally would like to see a couple more perks from going for it. And I also just feel like they've catered a bit to Grandmaster. Like, they've lowered some of, some of the KC requirements and things. They they want people to complete it, you know? Yeah. Like, Jagex wants it to be, like, a fun grind that people can do. And I don't feel like it's at the stage of being, like, insanity to complete, a, you know, get a Zuck helmet. I mean, it might seem mm-hmm. like that to some players that have that are just lower levels, but, like... When you get some rating experience in and you have max stats and stuff, it, it becomes a lot more feasible. But I just wonder if they'll ever... I don't know. When did you get yours? I got mine in October. Like October Ooh. 1st or something. Damn, very nice. Yeah. I went, yeah. I have this obsession with the game where like I can't move on until I do something that I'd like... That's, that's a good mindset to have for a reason. Yeah, it's good. It, it gets things done, that's for sure. But I'm not going to mm. lie, it gets really stressful because my initial plan was just complete the Elite Diary, be done, and I completed the Elite in like a week. And then I I thought I could just move on with the game. And then I was like, I can't. Like, I'm, I, need to, <laughs> I need to get Grandmaster. It's going to be a bitch, but like I need to do this. And so for the next like month and a half i was just going hard on it what kind of what surprised you, what was the one that surprised you maybe you thought it would be much easier and then what did you think was much harder uh the one that i thought would be much harder was perfect tob mm, perfect okay. perfect tob was like dude this is going to take so long to master like you yeah, can't I'm make a mistake about that one. and then i we literally won and done it like i just took one attempt oh. at it <laughs> i was like oh <laughs> um yeah i mean i had two gamers with me but like yeah, I, I mean, I had had some... I, I guess I can't really necessarily say it was a one and done. It was, kind of, but we were all always trying to kind of do a perfect top as we were trying to get, like, every room perfect. So, yeah. but the time when I had everything else done and all I had was perfect top, I literally sent one and we got it. And I was like, okay, that wasn't actually as bad as I thought. There's a lot of mistakes you can make. Mm. It, it really is just like, okay, just know what you can't do and don't do that. And sure. the one that oh, and by the way, I always have to flex this. It's just my like weird flex I do. But uh, six jads, I oh, have yeah. I have two completions now and zero deaths, and I'm very pr- I'm very proud of it because Damn. I I did six jads when it first came out and I didn't die and I was like okay I'm a fucking god and then nice. combat achievements came out and they're like oh, all right you had to do back to back five and six and I did it my first try I'm like okay I can never what? touch six jads again because up the ticks damn that's insane like i i i guess like because obviously five is the real mind bender yes yes and then like six is relatively more similar but that's still insanely impressive yeah it's it's one of those like trophies that i can't uh you'll never go back in now yeah i i can't go back in now which kind of sucks because six jads is one of my absolute favorite pieces of content for some reason it comes so naturally to me yeah it's like some things don't really come as naturally but that i get into a rhythm i'm just like okay i know exactly what's happening i can just like do it and there's a lot of other content where there's like too much going on i get overwhelmed but that feels good to me oh also keep in mind it might not it's i used to do six jads on tournament worlds 
So it wasn't like my absolute oh, okay. first attempt going in. It was, oh. but but to be fair, it was years ago that I had practiced already. So I already yeah, that you would need a refresher at least. Yeah, but no, I, I just went in and I just went for it. And I, yeah, that's one of the flexes. But answering your question about what I thought would be easy and it actually ended up being hard was, um, fifty HP Inferno, obviously, mm. and uh, there was one other one I'm trying to think of that was just like really annoying. Um, oh, the fight caves one, uh, tr just trying to get the sub 2630 was really tough for me because I didn't understand. I didn't know there was a wave solver. Oh, so okay. for like five attempts, I kept getting like 27 somethings. Mm. And then I realized, oh, I can just look at the wiki and I can see exactly what the next wave is and just pre-fire basically. So yeah. that was like the biggest help for me. I just didn't realize. So. Mm. Yeah. Do you... I've, I've, I have a similar thing with with Fasani's. Like I thought the doing five Fasani back to back to back to back would be really hard, but I found that kind of easy. Fasani's is such great content. It's so good. I love it. People hate it, but I love it. I'm I'm sad that all the item prices have plummeted there because yeah, I don't feel incentivized to go, but I, mm -hmm. I do love it. Yeah, part of the reason is like honestly, the items are just not great in the first place like yeah inquisitors mace and inquisitors is kind of cool but we got full torva now and the staves kind of all suck now especially with the shadow out it's like yeah mm. there really is no reason to i don't know for an iron man's perspective nightmare is almost at the point of like why am i even doing this like it's, it's everything's so niche and it takes so many hours to get yeah man yeah okay. as a pet i guess <laughs> yeah, the I have four pets, by the way. I literally got all four within, like, two weeks. I went on, like, a seven-month dry streak, and then I got four within, like, two weeks. And I was like, what is going on with this place? That's, this is yeah, back before Fasani's was ever released, too. This is wow pre-Fasani's. Yeah, I didn't do any Fasani until, like, three months ago. And then I fell in love with it and did, like, 700. Damn. Did you get anything? What did you get? Uh, mate, I got... Well, I went 450 dry for a drop. So my first drop came at four, like... 420-ish. I did 30 normals, 420 mm. Fasanis, and I got a mace. Oh, so that was nice, because it was yeah. worth a lot. Yeah. And then I got a plate body at, like, 680, and now I'm at, like, 720. So Okay. Just two drops, but good drops. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. Um. Let's see. Here's a topic from Championscape. He asks... What project has been the most fun to work on so far? On the flip side, what project has been the most stressful? Uh, same answer for both the, the, the TOA trailers. <laughs> most fun and most stressful. That's cool. Yeah. It's, it's like, I feel like it's been the, I've learned the most and I'm, I'm really looking forward to making my next video because I feel like I've, I've learned so much. But um, also like, I guess the hardcore group hardcore videos were tough because i felt like i had to change my formula a bit i was kind of uploading videos with like a one minute 30 intro and then the content and then kind of maybe something in the middle and then finishing it and now it's like i want to tie everything more smoothly i want the i still want like the runescape content to be the the focus more than the actual sequences even though people tend to like the sequences more some people tend to like the content more I just want to try and appease both sides of uh, of my viewer base because, like, if I go into my analytics, if there's like a 
if I've made like a big sequence, like a, a video edit sequence and stuck it in the middle, I can see like a viewer spike <laughs> where people have like probably sent my video to a friend or something. They're like, oh, I'll check out this edit at this mm. timestamp. And then they watch that and then they click off. I see. I feel like every I feel like I need to work on getting everything kind of tied in together and um, okay. that's that stressed me out a lot when I was trying to figure that out. Is there uh this is kind of my own little question going on it. Is there anything that you would like to make uh like RuneScape content wise that you haven't yet done or something that's like an idea in your head that you feel like maybe I don't know, you, you so, something that you want to do but you just haven't done it yet or feel scared to do it or something like that um, is there anything my my editing process is like i have everything in my head already so like everything i want to do for my next video is already in my head um and then i lay out a, a track of music or sounds and then i edit on top of it so i do everything first in my head and then with sound Okay. I've had like I ideas for things that I just like can't technically do because I just don't understand how to use the software yet. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, like I wanna do lots of kaleidoscopic things and I really like how at the end of TOA every like TOA is very much like this kind of similar art style. It's like sand, gold dark deep blues and it's kind of like a o oceanic fever dream and then at the very end you're like in outer space and there's a black hole that the boss gets sucked into i love that contrast so much that um i have like a few space kind of edit ideas for for the for the toa vid i want to make it's just oh that's cool a, a matter of uh planning it <laughs> okay here i want to ask what is the daily routine of guns chili like what, oh, God, what what's awful. what's like your morning routine into afternoon into evening i mean well, what, my, what, what's my like the typical my morning is wake up in the afternoon and my evening is <laughs> go to bed in the morning <laughs> all right so you wake up in the afternoon well, what, what, what time are we are we looking at and then what do you do for about throughout I, the day i i feel like i'm most productive at night so like my time now until like 4 4 a.m i just get the most done and it was kind of funny because jagex wanted to be in direct communication with me for these trailers mm -hmm. like most days and i would just be They're sending them stuff at like 5 a.m <laughs> yeah. yeah like oh, i got this done oh what do you think about this and then they would message me at like six in the morning just as i'd gone to bed yeah. like oh can you do this this it's like i wake up at like 1 p.m like okay i'll get that done now yeah one message a day basically yeah yeah pretty much that's how um, it feels with me talking to like occasionally some jmods or just people living because i also wake up like super late afternoon where most europeans are completely asleep so, yeah. yeah yeah and uh so many of my friends are the, are the same now it's like they kind of stay up late so yeah, yeah. i don't know i don't really have a i guess it's a privilege i don't have a routine i do sometimes set alarms though just because i i want to be like you know i i have rent and to pay and say you know chores to do and stuff so i have to set alarms sometimes but so let me ask this what would the perfect day be for you if you were more routine oriented like uh do you have an idea of what would be like the perfect productive day or a day that you could remember that was just like that was a good day like, what did you do? um in terms of like 
content creation it's definitely days where um if i get excited over an idea and everything's just like flawlessly clicking into place those days are rare but when they happen it it feels great and i feel pr productive and that's like probably the my, the highlight of creating runescape videos for me i, I do like pro providing content and getting feedback and i i'm very glad that people in, enjoy it but there's i do kind of make it very selfishly it's like if i feel like something's clicking for some reason that's what keeps me going mm. um and then obviously like um the fact that people enjoy it is just such a nice thing to have as well yeah but i think if no one was watching me do any of this i'd still be doing it yeah <laughs> that's cool kind of weird that that's a cool thing to actually be able to say like uh you're you're passionate about it without i don't know the uh reactions of people and mm. stuff like you're gonna do it anyway um okay i mean do you have like uh okay well here let me add on to the question a little bit more so do you have like other activities that you like to do that's not content focused like uh any other like hobbies that you like to do outside that would incorporate um, in an, like an average day or uh, pe are you pretty focused? people don't people don't take me for one but i am kind of a sports guy okay i like about watching sports? i like soccer yeah you call it football though right yeah <laughs> you have to say soccer <laughs> else i think it's american football <laughs> yeah isn't that awkward no yeah. <laughs> there's a new guy in in um the the english premier league he's american okay and he always makes a point of it he's like haha soccer yeah but like yeah that's cool soccer is one of those things where i just absolutely suck at it i used to be in soccer as a kid for a couple of years when i was a child but uh i am i'm just not coordinated enough no. with my feet i know it just takes a ton of practice i mean i see yeah. i see people juggling like a soccer ball and they just never let it touch the ground i'm like how the fuck like how how is that there's so much talent and skill to that like being able to mm. just non-stop juggle I, I suck at it too i just like watching it okay so you're more of like a sports uh just consumer yeah do you do any sports like i, I know it gets no. more awkward the older you get but like yeah no i don't i'm like i have periods i'm generally quite a lazy guy mm -hmm. and very much like i'm sensitive and comfortable like I, I don't um i don't push i only kind of put push myself in things that i'm comfortable to push myself in yeah, but like passion i i got really uh, i started exercising a lot recently and then i got covid and it just kind of like set me back so far mm. so yeah i don't know i'll get back into exercise at some point but it's just yeah. not on my not on my list of things right now yeah you're more passionate bad, about really. things no i don't yeah. i i think it really just comes down to what you want in life and if that's not something that's like on your plate it's like clearly it's not that big of an issue if if you're not motivated to do it i don't know i feel like the motivation comes naturally at least for me for years doing content creation i was really lazy and i just like i'd have like little phases where i'd work out and like start exercising a little bit and then i would just get out of the habit again because it was never a habit it was just like oh i gotta do this i'm not feeling great and then yeah it was just only yeah. until this year where I just had this crazy motivation. Like, I need to take care of myself. Because I had really bad habits. It's different yeah. when you're, like, a normal dude that's, like, eating healthy for the most part and just not being as active. But, like, for me, it was, like, fucking order a pizza at 2 a.m. And then, like, sleep on that mm. shit. 
Yeah. Not not a Sleep on the floor, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Damn. Get up in the morning. Yeah, you just listen to all like you listen to like five episodes. I, you know dude, my whole I'm life not story. Kidding. <laughs> I've been listening to you for like eight hours. <laughs> recently. Okay, so I've, it's been nice to listen and do top and um, tower at the same time though. I'm glad to hear that. Okay, let me ask you this, and this is selfish. What do you think I could improve on as a podcast host? Because I know I'm still learning, and I, I, I don't actively ask for uh, advice. I just do my own thing usually, and I don't really care that much. But uh, what? Um, I don't know. I, I know this is kind of a weird topic to yeah, even ask. I, I don't. I don't think I could even. <laughs> I can't critique really. Like I, I do my own podcast. It's not like it's only just it's just me and some of my clan mates. Mm-hmm. But um. Like so, I understand a bit about the creation side of things. It's so nice to be able to. I found it really nice to be able to like do something that's not routinely content creation. It's kind of quick to do. It's fun. You get it out and you put it out there. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think you could change anything. I th- I think it's great that you don't do it live. Uh, if yeah. it, this was live, I think I would be different. It's and it... that's not a good thing it's a different vibe and people have asked me like oh why don't you like live stream it on twitch i feel like the whole podcast would become a joke in not a good way it would yeah, be like yeah. us just reacting to trolls in the twitch chat and that would be all it is and it's like ugh. yeah 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 and, no i it'd be cool if you could do one in real life one day i would okay listen when i think of like a vision you know like when when i have a vision of like what i would like to get to at some point it's uh mm. and i know this sounds like very it, it's a save cast. it's it's osr as focus this is in a niche of a niche already but mm. i really do see uh you know in the future maybe if i stay consistent and stuff i could get like a little studio or something and actually like fly people out i that think that would so be sick. so cool like that that is a dream of mine i don't see it being realistic as of right now but in the super future, if everything worked out exactly as I wanted, that would be op- like just goals, complete Hell hashtag yeah, goals right there. Like, if you don't dream about stuff like that, you can't move forward. Like, yeah. no one, a lot of people don't like to admit it, especially content creators. But like, I think the ones who make it the furthest are the ones that dream. I uh, I think there is something to that because you kind of have to. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's unrealistic, like, got to give yourself that motivation sometimes. Yep. Have there ever been times where you felt like content creation is not something you're going to do long term? Like, or have you ever been really burnt out or just realized, like, uh, like. Yeah, it happens a lot, actually. Like. So, what's the thought process behind it? Like, what, it's what happens? Not, this is such a toxic thing. And, like, I don't like talking about it because it is toxic and but like I I don't think anyone I think if a content creator admits that they don't do this they're lying like when you watch sometimes you watch other people and like you're like what are they doing that I'm not doing and you compare yourself and I think just like comparing your comparison is like the thief of joy yeah for me so like um even if I love that person and I thoroughly enjoy what they make. Sometimes I'll compare myself and I'll be like, oh, I, I need to do it like this now. I remember yeah. one video I made ages ago. Like, I 
did like this pan over um backstorian falls and like i put on some music that was like kind of like slow jam and i was like talking about like the path of my journey and it was because i had watched a settled video and i was like okay i need to start like telling people about this path that i have and it was it it just felt uncharacteristic of me to do at the time because i feel like my videos are kind of a bit bit more chaotic Mm. and like I put it out there and I just like had instant imposter syndrome. I was like, oh crap. Like I've put this out there and if he sees it, like he's going to be like, oh, what the hell? Yeah. And like, and then he'll compare himself to me and it's just like a weird, like, like why is he doing this? You know? Yeah. And yeah, I just feel like anytime that I see something that I either really love or I really sometimes didn't like, I would compare it to myself and it would, uh, it would make me it could ruin my day yep which it shouldn't but it does do you uh deal with um okay let me ask you this do you uh obsess over negative comments no that's a good thing yeah i I have to to. ask because uh yeah i I used to but i i have i don't know how what happened at some point though i just stopped caring and it's bad because sometimes I like the good things that people say. I sometimes feel like I'm a little bit desensitized to, and it, it's really upsetting. Um, but yeah, I am generally now quite desensitized to comments, and I wish I wasn't. I wish like sometimes some like with my old series, people really want to see me do it again, and like. I posted something in my clan discord the other day like oh it was like a tweet that someone said like oh when's idfap coming back and i i I put it in my clan discord and i was like oh i wish people would stop saying this (laughs) and i was like salty about it and i was like why am i salty that someone wants to actually like see more of my content and then my one of my friends harry was just like you have to see it in this way like you have to see it in a way that's like this guy is actually really excited to see what's what's next for you yeah and i feel like because because i taught myself to be desensitized to negative comments i also sometimes see bad things in positivity everything's like a a, a level level ground for me sometimes mm. it's like no comment is giving me any emotion anymore i don't know if it's a good thing because no comment can ruin my day now people can say anything about me and it doesn't affect me anymore even on twitch like no one comes into my streaming ruins my day anymore it yeah. just doesn't happen so but at the same time yeah. like the the positives might might now be stripped yeah there was a pro and a conduit so what what was the transition what was the turning point of you not being affected by it um was it just enough time had just passed and you're just like yeah, it was, none of this matters I just, I, I it might have been like um it might have just been my living situation at the time i was with my ex who was also a streamer mm-hmm. and she was like a bigger streamer than me so she got and being a girl as well she just got like much more shit yeah and i think the way that she dealt with things was probably like something that i i learned as well like she would get more shit she would have to deal with more therefore i couldn't have been the one to have like if if i was like if I had like one or two shit comments, it's like nothing compared to what she got. Yeah. And it's like, I just feel like it formed a, a shield 
Okay. Whether or not it was for the best, I don't know, but I think yeah. it I think it is for the best for the most part. I mean, clearly there's always improvements to be made, so like positive reinforcement could be a good thing to mm. uh take. But for me, it really comes down to uh what I feel like is the person's motive in saying things. Right. For example, yeah. if it's just like all like I've seen their name before and it's just all negative, I'm like, okay, I'm just not going to take anything you're saying seriously because you're clearly in a bad mood and you're just like laying mm. it out on the internet. But uh, oh. yeah, no, definitely with streaming though, it's uh, it's been a process of just understanding. I think, I think being in a not not great of a place either. Like when you're growing a stream and there's not really much else in your life that you're pursuing, it's just kind of like grinding your stream. And maybe mm-hmm. it's not going as well as you had hoped. And then somebody comes in and their comment is talking about, you know, how you suck. <laughs> it's like, yeah, fuck. That, if, if you agree with that already, it's going to hurt a lot more. But if you have, you know, more success going your way and other things in your life that you care about, then those comments just don't affect you anymore. Y- yeah. Yeah. How, how did you feel um, when you posted your your uh, your bits thing? Because I saw like some chatter about oh, that. the uh, the clan chat thing. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, there there's two different cultures. There's a Twitch culture and a YouTube culture. Twitch, right, okay. it just feels. And I guess for those that don't know what we're talking about, I uh, I have a clan that's called the Says Bays, and it's basically just a translation from over from my Twitch stream over to the game. So it's like an offline chat, pretty much for. For years, I have always had my private off. I've never been in like a clan that's involved with my stream and stuff. So, and I'm not even active on Discord. So, a lot of people are just wanting another route to be able to communicate. And I hate DMing people on the game. Like, there, there's too <laughs> yeah. many things going it, yeah. on. I just hate it. So, yeah. I figured, okay, like I'll make a clan. Like a lot of people were wanting it, and uh, I decided that the rankings, which have no actual utility nobody gets any power from the rankings was going to be based off of oh are you a sub in my stream like like normal streamers do and then i chose the route of oh well you know i'll let my uh i'll i'll invite some of my uh youtube community over there and so there was a little badge like if you're like a youtube member and so everything was looked as though it's pay to win you know like you come into my clan and you pay to win but it was it was honestly in my mind and of course i'm i'm seeing in my own head of like what the scene i i see the problem with it but in my head i was just thinking okay if you're a supporter of mine i'd like you to have like a little symbol next to your name i mean you're not Mm -hmm. getting anything from it you're not getting any power you're just okay this is like your support or something and i realized posting that to youtube with no other context just showing the rankings was like the worst mistake I could have made. So mm. I just had, uh, you know, a bunch of backlash and I tried to make a video explaining my thought process on it. And there, when you post something like anything, uh, especially when it comes to money, if there's anything that's any point related to money on YouTube, like it just becomes your, I don't even know where to go with it. Basically, I just said how i perceived what i was doing and a lot of people saw it another way and there's no there's no convincing them otherwise so i just left it at that and i was like whatever i'm just not not gonna deal with it and i've i've dealt with things like this before and i'll bring it up just briefly just because it's uh something to talk about i i ran a like a little art competition to get the save a cast uh spotify art 
and this oh one, yeah 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 do you remember this yeah i was gonna yeah i do remember this yeah okay. i i remember forwarding it to a few of my friends who do like um twitch art oh, okay yeah so there were i i had like a 500 hundred dollar prize pool and it was gonna be 300 dollars to the winner or yeah 300 and then 150 or it was like three uh, whatever it was it was like 300 and then 150 and then uh 50 bucks or, or something like that Wh whatever equals up to 500 i don't remember the exact amounts but basically i had like six total submissions and five of them were just complete troll submissions right and uh like plagiarized <laughs> like i mean like yeah. they they were just taking <laughs> art from other people and just posting it in like gimp and just like calling it their submission i'm like this isn't even your property like this anyway yeah so the whole thing kind of ended up being bad and chelsea grin just wonderful actually put a lot of effort into a piece and so i declared her as the winner with just myself and it was supposed to be done through a straw poll but i'm like none of these other five yeah, i enough, would even yeah. want so even if they did win yeah. like it, it's yeah. just like i don't want it and a lot of All it right. was like just plagiarized <laughs> so i'm like okay chelsea's the winner so i made a video just saying okay like you know uh there was no competition so the the biggest controversy which i was in the wrong with this was paying chelsea a hundred dollars less i i just in a private conversation that had nothing to do with my youtube audience uh we we both agreed like okay like you know there was no competition i'll i'll pay you 200 for this because like at the time i knew it was wrong and i knew it was shady but to be honest i was i was at the moment i was gonna pay her 200 dollars and then go to another artist and get something exactly done the way i wanted but i figured i'm not gonna just scratch the whole competition anyway i was in the wrong for that i paid her the full amount the next day because i realized you know shorting her that nothing of that was her fault so I paid her the full amount. And then even after everything was resolved and nothing had anything to do with my YouTube audience, people still just fucking hated me uh, right. for, you know, yeah. just e having any, having made a single mistake, it just ruins you as a creator if you dwell on it. What I realized from all of these little mistakes I've made, and it always comes down to money. It's it's something money related that people, have, you know, that clearly yeah. has a big problem. Uh, I just realized... Yeah. Don't involve people that aren't involved with it. With it, like don't don't mm. share publicly what's going on because it never leads mm. anywhere good. So just keep things that are supposed to be somewhat private private. Yeah, yeah. I I my clan runs a bingo and I tend to like um, take a, I guess a more controversial sponsor, let's say. Okay. Um, for those videos, like I'll take a, a mobile game instead of like uh, Audible or something or okay. whatever. Is that controversial? um or was they it offer I... more money okay. but like if you really dig deep into mobile games they're quite predatory really yeah, like yeah, that's for sure you know so i guess i guess so i guess not and then like i i'm i say like oh thanks to this sponsor you know we're funding prize money blah blah, blah. yeah i don't actually like i don't with our clan bingos no one actually gets prize money i just mm -hmm. say it instead i put like um between like you know 400 to a thousand dollars into like a uh we have like a meetups section in our discord yeah and like we'll use the money to actually like meet up in real life and and like fill the fridge with beers at like our, our convention and stuff yeah but like because in 
like if i i feel like if i try to explain that and now people know this because i'm yeah. saying it on the podcast but if i feel like i try to explain this to my youtube audience like hey this is a sponsor by the way with the money we're not actually i'm not actually giving it to the team that wins we're all going to share it together and have a good time in real life i hope yeah. that's okay but like There'd for be the backlash. sake of the video yeah exactly <laughs> but for the sake of the video i'm just like hey thanks to the sponsor for making this bingo possible like there will be prize money yeah kind of thing it's just like so much easier to yes. say it like that and i've never had any problems with that but it's yeah. over explaining that causes the worst yes it, it's yep. it's getting people that have no affiliation like n nothing they, they have nothing writing on this at all and they just want to share their opinion and it's usually yeah. toxic if, if mm. any any little part of it that they disagree with it's like yeah and what i've realized those are the main two controversies um that have been on my channel i guess there was one like three years ago where there was a troll in my chat that i said i'd give him a tebo if he uh a long story by the way i'm not going to go into this one but <laughs> basically long story short he did not win a tebo but there was a clip that was completely out of context and uh he posted it to reddit and overnight i just remember it got like 300 upvotes and it was just like this is oh, years shit. ago when nobody even knew who I, who i was and yeah. uh just some guy just basically painting a different narrative of like how i've been running giveaways all the time this is literally a complete i've never done giveaways on my stream it's like this is just i was trolling around with this troll that's being toxic to other viewers and i just offered him exclusively mm -hmm. a one in a hundred to just shut the fuck up basically i'll give him a tebow and uh <laughs> anyway long story short it became this huge problem because i never really addressed it on the reddit post and it just like marinated for eight hours overnight and so i went live the next day without <laughs> even knowing there was a reddit post and just a bunch of people started coming into my chat calling me like the worst person and i need to give my tebow to this guy <laughs> and i'm like oh my god there's just like one little clip that's like 20 seconds just one part that helps his narrative and i'm like this is so fucking cringe so wow that's crazy they, i mean people yeah. people just forget about that shit or they're just like people you don't even want to watch your stream anyway yeah it's it, crazy it really just comes down to like i i can empathize with people now like for example settled settled had the whole thing with his girlfriend or whatever his ex-girlfriend mm. and like i feel empathetic toward those and especially like you know verf had his own controversy a lot of creators have had their controversies and things that they've made a mistake and then they apologize mm. for it and there's no the community will just die on the hill of no they made one mistake they need to be canceled forever it's like dude oh my god yeah. like yeah so i i at least with my experiences i can empathize with other people and not jump on a bandwagon of just like oh this is the next drama let's jump on it and just ruin their fucking week you know like, mm. no nah, i just i avoid it i've managed to keep myself out i'm like i try and avoid conflict as much as possible maybe that's, that's part smart of it, but that's smart but like uh i like i the the only trouble i've had was with like uh, black market people like runescape black market people oh yeah um, yeah like we, me and my ex at the time were trying to get uh the uh the the street the uh like the i'm quitting streams to get taken down this mm -hmm. was like two years ago and we got invited into like twitch to try and help them deal with it um and so we went and like we came we got back home and like these guys had like pictures of us like from our uh iphone icloud 
and they were like uh if you don't like if you if you keep talking about us or like trying to get us to take our streams down we'll like release all these pictures oh jesus Christ. um my 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 ex was like fuck them <laughs> we're still gonna try and take you down <laughs> And they just went ham. They like we had like letters come through the door. We even thought one guy was like following us at the time, and it just got so out of hand, so so out of hand. But like I didn't really talk about it publicly at the time. I just kind of hid from it. Yeah. But yeah, just kind of got to be careful who you mess with sometimes. Yeah, a lot of it's like more threatening, and at least mm. what I've heard, and I know, I like, I had Kemp Q on, and he was one of those people trying to get rid of gold sellers and stuff like that, and, like, oh, yeah, scammers, and he would get, like, death threats, and it's, like, yeah, that would be, he, he even said initially that it was, like, terrifying, but then he realized a lot of it was just, like, oh, these people are in their basements and just fucking saying shit, mm. uh, and nothing really ever happens from it, but uh, it still is something scary. I mean, being doxxed and being threatened is not anything to take lightly yeah for sure yeah um you can let me know if uh you know i'll i'll, I'll edit this out if if you're not comfortable talking about it but um no it's all good dude uh, I, good. I, I was gonna ask I, otherwise. I was gonna ask uh with the w when i was talking to will i had mentioned you know what what are the pros and cons of basically opening uh, up online saying that you're in a relationship with another streamer mm. if you're uh cool talking about it what what were the pros and cons do, do you regret having had in uh like i don't know being open in, with your audience of a relationship you're in do you think that I, was... like i am way more careful now yeah than than i was but then again like i don't regret any any way that i dealt with my relationships publicly and i still don't um like i i get people come into my stream even though me and uh Shapurka broke up like two years ago i still get people saying like haha where's Shapurka?" or like oh, i'll have like Jesus. someone else on my stream and they'll be like oh this isn't you know this isn't Shapurka. whether whether it's like my sister or a girl like my girlfriend <laughs> yeah they'll still be like they'll still say it and i it just like as long as it doesn't phase the other person i'm with i'm like i'm okay with it yeah, yeah. majority of the time people are just being nice they just don't know how to approach these things yeah they're just like either young and they're like oh this, this girl's different or whatever yeah but like for it's just gone past me now like i feel like i'm old enough to to deal with that and like i'm not in a relation like i i'm not in a relationship where either of us are like jealous like that mm -hmm. so it's okay um i think it very much depends on on who you're with and and stuff but yeah it's a bit annoying like you know yeah. you can like this person that hasn't chatted obviously been in my stream for two years and they've obviously seen someone else in the thumbnail therefore they've gone in and been like hey um this but i i don't think i stream enough regularly for it to like really grind on me yeah, <laughs> yeah. but i i think it could could be could be tough yeah i just think people love drama on the internet so i just mm. I, I really simply because i've seen other people's relationships online where they get open with it it's like i if that ever were to be i would definitely take a second thought before just being like sharing my entire life i i try yeah. to keep most things in my life 
pretty private, although I am kind of open about some things. I just mm. I just feel like the less people know, it, it's it, this sounds weird, but like I feel like the less people know about your real life, the better it is for content creation because yeah. people can just focus yeah. on the content and not be like, oh, what's going on and you know, what's going on with this like, person? Oh. It's like just weird. Yeah. The the only problem I, I have with it these days is that like I've built like a really solid group of friendships from my streams mm -hmm. and like I, I we kind of took the decision to close everything off so like our cc is closed our discord is closed mm. and like i feel kind of bad for that because there's probably lots of people that would like to chill out with some of the people from my stream but at the same time it does stop like all of our private lives being out on show and it's built so much trust within our within our group that's cool but like yeah i i, I do feel bad for like not opening up sometimes yeah but... there's pros and cons to it it's yeah but i th i feel like if i did i would i would probably like burn out for real yeah so yeah okay here's uh i i i really love this question john asks what's something you love to talk about that you wish more people asked you about <laughs> Uh, hmm. Uh, I, I do, I love to talk about broken things. I feel like, I feel like the game and even the way I create things is so broken and it's all trial and error and I mask so much stuff. There's like so many mistakes and people think my, my sequences are like so... You know one one way they're like oh this part was so clean and like everything's just kind of like a filthy mistake that i've masked <laughs> like i make something and i try and keep it to like what i have in my mind and then i'll just plast like put so much like band-aids on it mm. and i feel like that's how i feel like you can do that with runescape because that's how the game is as well yeah like the game's so janky and the engine's so broken that you break it and mold it into the way that you want to play and that's like that's like one of my favorite things I talk about that I guess people don't bring up a lot and um I, I wanna I've recorded my whole process of making the trailers and I feel like if I release it people will be kind of like hmm? <laughs> like so many of the like Akka is like his sword his uh, spear and his shield are like completely different objects from him himself that you kind of have to like tie them together and Zebak is two NPCs yeah and um Ke like Kefri's flies I don't know if you've noticed like the swarms like when you kill them they kind of like disperse in 60 FPS almost it oh, looks really? like they're kind of like dispersing at like such a high frame rate and like um, just weird things like that like Jagex didn't even know that they had the power to, to do that in their game engine and with the software they use they like kind of discovered it by mistake interesting and so like things like that could have been in TOB like you know the swarm around bloat they could have had like a that kind of swarm okay. they just didn't they just found it by accident anything like that I love talking about that's like, cool um, uh, like um, I don't know if you know much about Smash Bros Melee I, I used to but, play it as a kid I'm, I've, I've never like followed it in adulthood okay. yeah it's like the, on a competitive level it's like such a beautiful accident i don't think they ever intended it to be 
such a flawless game naturally but anything like that it's, it's like my my source i love talking about stuff like that yeah just beautiful mistakes in a way yeah yeah no i mean i'm not gonna lie old school runescape is such a beautiful mistake i mean <laughs> i mean i can't yeah. say it's a mistake but this the rhythm of the game the cool things that we've discovered i mean it's such a charming quirky game that's completely broken but there's something just so addicting about the rhythm of it i, I don't know if you're a rhythm kind of person but like that's what really glues me to this game long term is i've always been super into rhythm games guitar hero mm. donkey konga if you ever even heard of that it was like a bongo game you play with a bongo controller yeah, donkey Konga is so good <laughs> yeah i loved games like that tap tap revolution on my first ipod touch i just lived this explains why you like skilling oh i mean skilling is that's why i like yeah, that's why I like efficient skilling. When it comes to like motherload mine where there's zero rhythm to it, I can't stand it. I'm hating my life. But as soon as but there's a rhythm, the quarry. yeah, <laughs> when there's a rhythm to it, it's like this is my element. I love this. Do you produce any music or play any instruments? Funny you ask that. Actually, uh, just last week I purchased Ableton Live, which is just like Ooh. A, yeah, the nice, state yeah. of the art, pretty much a music program. And yeah. I used to actually make beats back in, like, high school, like, junior year. Just cool. silly. You know, I, I wasn't any good. And I, I was using a budget application that just didn't really have much, many tools. But mm. I do remember, and it's just because I was, like, obviously broke. I'm a kid. I, I don't have, like, money or anything to, like, get something nice to work with. But... Uh, I was super into that. I mean, that was my passion. That was my pers that that was what I wanted to pursue. And so, in college, mm -hmm. my first major was music. I had switched my major twice. It was music, and then English, and then com and then communication, and then I literally just dropped out of school and just started <laughs> playing RuneScape because <laughs> I, I there was nothing I was passionate about. And mu being a music major burnt me out so hard. It was unbelievable how just depressing it was. Mm. and uh, it was not what I anticipated because I wanted to go in learning how to compose and a lot of music theory and just really learn the, the basics of music so I could just start like producing beats and stuff and I just fell out of it for some reason so for the past seven years I've just completely avoided music uh, I think just that huge burnout and then just lately I've been listening to a lot of like progressive trance and other things just music that's uh more more based in like early 2000s okay and i'm and i know my music tastes change all the time but like for right now i'm like dude i want to make stuff like this like i i would mm. i would love this i know it's going to take a lot of work but uh that's a little side project i've been working on because i've i've realized over three and a half years of dedicating my life to creating runescape content there's something missing I, I don't have any like other hobby really besides like mm. i don't know walking i guess is my new hobby but uh i, I want to get into something that can fulfill me a bit more and so uh i, I think music is going to be the, the route i take it's going to take years to actually produce like good stuff but i figured i might as well start now because i am i am passionate about it and the passion's coming back to me so that, yeah, that's awesome i feel like there's such a correlation as well with music and a lot of um a lot of people who take the game very seriously. Yeah. 
Uh, like Automology is so good at the piano, and oh yeah, there's like Hey Jace is like obsessive with his music taste, and yep, yep. There's like I feel like there's a lot of uh, a lot of tie-ins with music and RuneScape. There has to be, especially with high-level PVMers, mm. the, like Adwam, uh, Adicon, Exact, those Rendy, like those people that are just. It feels like they have the game internalized it's like just mm. things make sense to them i think a, a deep part of that is this deep rooted rhythm inside of them they can yeah you watch exact do like a no pillar pure inferno i mean he just understands ticks he understands rhythms there's five monsters attacking him at once and he just understands immediately it's like an intuition to just be like okay like this is going to attack me next like just pray perfectly and it just is natural to them it's weird and uh, i think rhythm is the biggest part of that yeah so. definitely it's like playing an instrument playing the game sometimes yeah it really is the Kazi asks if you had to go from zero kc to green collection log which boss would you choose no raids if you had to add any new unpulled skill what would you want and why so two, uh... two questions I don't really understand the first one. Uh, mm. is, is just talking about like one boss or something like that you'd want a green log or? I guess so. Like I feel like Gauntlet would be the easiest out of like the ones I'm thinking of that I love the most. But I I would happily sit for Sani's Nightmare all the time. But that would take so long to green log. Yeah, <laughs> that really, like it's a beast. How how many yeah. kills is it on average? Like five thousand or something for everything? It's yeah, it's so much. It's that's like, like months and months. Yeah, that's ridiculous. So I'll probably just go Gauntlet for that reason. I think TOA uh, would be just mm. so fun to green log. I mean, it's, yeah, I, I'm in the learning stages where I'm I'm just trying to do experts, and that's what I want to get comfortable with. So I'm just dying over and over and over and over and over. But I feel like when I get comfortable, green logging that place is going to be just a blast. Yeah, it, will, it when, will be. And when things are more solved. Yeah, um, I can't wait. If you had to add any new unpulled skill, what would you want and why? And art, and let me just extend on that. Are you a fan of a new skill coming into the game? No. Interesting. I'd, I'm just not. I don't know. Like, uh, if any, if any of them that were like proposed previously were to come in, I would take artisan. I think. Okay. Really, that's um, like my least. The one I'd. Really? The least wanting, yeah, because it, uh. it it basically forces you to. It, the idea of it's kind of cool until you think about it a little bit more. At least for me, my opinion is that mm. I would never want to just skill. I would have to get a task for artisan and then skill that, which just feels like I'm limited oh, all okay. the time with everything. Right, right, yeah. My own take. Yeah. No, I could see that. No. I think. Yeah. Mm, I... It depends how seriously you take skilling. I feel like. Yeah, I just honestly I cannot. I don't want a new skill. I just don't. Yeah, like I can't fair. think of anything that that I would want. I um, I was a huge fan of barding. Uh, oh yeah, I that, saw that that huge thing. Like yes, there was things I, I didn't. I, I wasn't exactly. Up. Yeah, I mean caveman and gentle tractor I had on the cast, and they were just talking for hours mm. about it, and it just excited me so much because of how well thought out it was. Mm. Obviously, there's things I didn't like about it. But, I mean, I think the community favorite is probably sailing, just because it it uh, yeah. kind Memes. of 
um what's the word i'm thinking of it involves like combat which people just crave combat they they want to yeah. kill shit so mm. it, so if there were to be a skill you would choose artisan yeah yeah but you I just don't would. want one no what's the reason although you don't I, want one? I probably should read up on on the bard's skill i didn't really like read up much about it uh, this is my bad yeah no it's not your bad i mean the the community consensus was they don't want bard because it's a lot of people just don't like music i mean the, the, people in their head they think we have one shot we have one skill that we'll ever get in this game and mm. we got to make it the best and so people yeah, have yeah. this like really toxic thought process that's like we have to just have the absolute perfect skill or none and mm. we, there's no most people don't think, oh, maybe we could have like three new skills in the next decade, you know? Like, uh, but it just seems to be this common consensus that, okay, we only get one skill, if any, and we got to make it perfect, which is just like, ugh. Did you get stuck into dungeoneering much pre EOC? So I quit. I played RuneScape from 2004 to 2007, and then I quit for eight years. Like, I just Ooh, didn't log wow, in okay. once. So. I have no idea what Dungeoneering... I I know a lot of people love it, and I think I've maybe seen a couple of YouTube videos on it, but I have no idea. It seems like Raids 1 a little bit. Right, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Would you want Dungeoneering? No. Okay. Would you want any again, RS3 I was, skill? Like, I was, I, my brain was bad back then. Like, I, <laughs> I paid to leech and stuff. I didn't really like properly get stuck into the content. Yeah, and I'm sure if I had friends that were like willing to hop on voice and do it with back then, then I would have. But I just wasn't. That's just not what I was. I was a PK or so. Yeah, like I everyone. Didn't, I just, yeah, I just wasn't. Didn't do it. Um, Paid people to carry me. What's the reason? The 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 fundamental reason why you don't want a new skill? Um, just change in general. Just I don't want to see Hey Jace not be ranked two. No, he'll still he'll still be ranked too. <laughs> Probably. No. No. I, I, um. I don't know. I just. I just. I just can't th like. It is that that mindset of like if I can't think of something perfect, I don't want it, which is really bad. But yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. I, I don't know. Old school's almost been out for a decade, and we've not had any new skills, and the game's thriving. So. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, put it put it in the 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 fresh world servers. For me, <laughs> I would love it if they came out with sailing and it took them, you know, years to develop. Like, I want a full-fledged, like, beautiful skill. I mean, they – jag the, the old school team can come out with incredible content, as we've seen lately. Guardians mm. of the Rift was really great. Uh, TOA, phenomenal. And without a doubt, I know that if they did come out with a skill like sailing or something, they could just nail it. Um, it would take a lot of dev work, but in my opinion, I think it would be really good for the game, and it would honestly shake things up a little bit. And uh, one of the things, a little bit selfish, is I would love to just see everyone's max capes go away for a month uh, yeah. or two. You know, just... that'd be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. it'd be kind of just interesting to see. But there would obviously be cons to it, but I think mm. the pros would outweigh it, in my opinion. I, I worry about people's health too like yeah. the race for two, the race for 200 mil or will be will be like intense oh yeah because by the time a new skill comes out there will probably be like 50 or more players that have 200 mil all and so like yeah you can just see the sweat like just 
going. But yeah. for me, I don't care about people's health. I mean, they do whatever they want. You know, I mean, I, I care, yeah, obviously, true. but it's like I'm not going to force them to like play a certain amount of hours, do whatever the hell you want. Mm. But for me, the race would be incredible to watch. It would it would be insane. Yeah, it would just be such a fun aspect. And Link's Titan, I doubt would come back for it. And like no. a lot of players probably wouldn't come back. But those that do would take it really seriously, and I think it would kind of bring back that kind of skilling atmosphere that I've, I've kind of missed. That that deep competition for rank one is just really really exciting. Yeah. Do Do you watch the um? Have you been watching the Max Cape from Scratch stuff? Yes. Yes, yes. I like that. Yeah, it's uh really. I mean, you got Hebox Yonga, who's literally one of the most talented skillers ever on old school. Yeah. And the dude is jacked IRL too. I mean, the dude is just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've seen. yeah. I I actually had him on the Sebe cast uh, like a year or so ago before he had completed 200 mil all. He is one of the most kind and like thoughtful individuals I've like ever spoken to. I mean, he's just a really great dude. And so on top of him just being a great dude, he just so yeah, passionate about the game. Imagine doing 200 mil all and then trying to go for Max again. Like what? Like you got to have so much passion for the game and that's just cool yeah. to see so yeah no i really hope um those vids continue to do well yeah and i that's also really i'm also just really happy for him because uh i don't know seeing somebody come out with an idea and i know it's not his original idea i know jcw has been doing his own series but just the hype that comes from it and seeing his channel grow is just always yeah. so cool to see yeah it's it's funny as well because like i watched the first episode and there wasn't like much big brain stuff going into it mm -hmm. like he had to follow like a very strict like questing kind of path and then yep. when the skilling really gets going it's like whoa yeah. this guy's this guy's nuts yeah it's really really cool to see would, would you have you had someone on twice yet yeah i've had uh let's see rigandow i've had on twice randalicious uh uncle whale steamrolled tail first if you know who oh he's. cool uh and yeah yeah some other people sec on awesome. lobsy yeah a, a few yeah you should get him back on I'd love to oh hear yeah more about the series i would absolutely love to get him back on yeah yeah he's just he's he's a cool he's a cool guy okay here's a topic from polo bay kind of already covered but if there's anything else he said he'd love to hear about your art journey What's your history with learning editing and do you have any background in graphic design or similar? And I'll extend on this question a little bit more because uh, we did talk about you getting into content creation, mostly Twitch related, but we never really talked about your origins getting into YouTube initially and really putting your editing skills to the test, I guess. So, I I had no, like nothing, no background. I was like a bit earlier what we're talking about with being kids. Like I was told that I shouldn't go into it go into like graphic design media art anything like that um so i just kind of never thought it was something i could do um my my dad's always been quite creative he's pretty good at drawing and my my grandma actually worked for disney oh wow um i don't know what she did but she, obviously not in america it was in the in the uk so i don't think she was like you know doing any like animation or anything was but... she an artist yeah, she was an artist. That's cool. Yeah, I don't really know what she did though. Um and uh 
so I didn't really like think I I would do YouTube, um, but like the it's a weird way of how I got into it. It's actually all Mr. Mammal, pretty much. Um, really? Yeah, because I because Cerberus came out and he had just started to go really dry on the prim mm -hmm. crystal, and I was just releasing Twitch highlights. I wasn't really actually making proper videos. Mm -hmm. um, and he was going so, so dry on this prim crystal. And I, I, I got the level on my Iron Man at the time to go and do, uh, to go and do Cerberus. So, and I got it in like five KC. <laughs> <laughs> so as like a joke, I was like, how about I make like this over edit? for like the prims i'll like turn them into like air max jordans and like zoom in and out on them and like send my character off into space and stuff <laughs> so i was like okay i'm gonna spend like a week doing this because i think it's funny yeah and so i like downloaded uh i was using windows movie maker at the time so I was oh like, okay, I'll, god I'll hop, onto, yeah. I'll hop onto camtasia for this <laughs> so I went onto Camtasia and I used just like a, I just used so many gifs and presets and I just like shoved them all on top of like this image of my character standing still wearing the boots and it was like my first video that got over a thousand views it got it ended up getting like 20,000 which Jesus. was back then was like a lot for a RuneScape video yeah and I was like oh okay people want to see this kind of thing like back then I thought all of my videos had to be like humor driven. I like narrative and storytelling was just not not really like a big thing back then. Like no one really like did that. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I'll just keep making these like funny edits. So like one video I made, I was doing like Darok Risk fighting and um what's that like bag raider song, like shooting stars? Yeah. You know that song? Yeah, the shooting star song, but like rare yeah. words and everything. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. the the rare wooks mean was going around. So I did like an uppercut and like did like the <laughs> shooting stars edit, and that was like on Reddit, I think. And I just kept doing these like quirky edits, and then yeah. I ended up getting Adobe Premiere Pro and After Effects, and like I downloaded that, and it was costing me like ninety bucks a, a month. So I was like, okay, I've, I've I bought it, I've downloaded it, I'm gonna have to take it seriously. Yeah. So I just, I don't know, something just switched to me. I just started grinding and grinding and grinding and grinding that's cool i'm like trying to learn how to use it that's cool when the passion takes over it's like uh mm. it, it really sucks if you are interested in doing something it's just so overwhelming you lose motivation for it but like when you get that passion and that drive for it it's just so addicting yeah that's cool yeah so that, that's that's about how i got into youtube so literally no background it was just like let's no. let's go for it that's cool yeah I, I like I've always been kind of interested in um how the game breaks though like back then uh there was no oculus orb or uh you couldn't change the draw distance either so the way I managed to like mask things was I would use a disc of returning and go into like the the weird kind of rooms where everything's black so yeah you could like put backgrounds in yeah and yep. um <laughs> my my friend Tukan, he's like he knows so much stuff like he knows so many different areas and weird quirky sounds and i would just ask him like oh where can i go where i could get this so that i could edit the game like this and he would just give me the information and i'd kind of just like build based off that um so like 
I, I kind of like always found ways to, to, to make things that look impossible in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like as time went on, things just kept coming out. Like Runelight changed everything when you could set a draw distance with GPU and you could like scale around um, areas. Like everyone started doing like little like full screen pan over Mauritania kind of thing. Yeah. And then like, and then Blender came out and everything was kind of thrown upside down like again like i don't i think blender's a great tool but i don't think it should be the staple of of uh creating a, a scene in runescape because mm-hmm. it can look very unrealistic sometimes and maybe it doesn't look like the game but yeah. as as a tool it's it's so interesting like um i feel like it's best for achieving camera angles that you can't possibly create in game but trying to stick to the game as true as possible that's like my one thing I put in mind when I make something on Blender, it's like, I, w- I want to show something in the game that's true to the game, but at an angle that you'll never see it. Yeah. And I, f- I think that, like, surprises people the most. Yeah, definitely. I mean, even Hootie Tootie's trailer, I know it's, like, super Blender. I mean, it, it, it obviously looks like everything's, like, a Blender uh, mm. anima- a- animation kind of thing, but the camera angles are so cool, you know? Oh, uh, like, that, that's exactly what what why he thrives so much is yeah like the off the top of my head like the way he gets the camera to follow the arrows oh that's an yeah. example that's of, what, I of what i was saying like yeah. you can if you achieve things like that and you think outside the box that's what re- really makes those sequences special more 100%. so than something that looks graphically impressive it's more like the feel you're getting the feel of the arrow like traveling across yeah i think it was like from he changed from like Tob into the Inferno, and the, like the arrow carried through the two scenes. Yes, and like so that cool. just make like <laughs> makes everything look so good. And yeah. I, to be fair, like I think that trailer he did the most credit I think to give is the sound man. Like he oh, made me it the chills, so man. Good. And yeah. that's really hard to do to have like the sound. Um, match the visuals so perfectly yeah. is is it's actually really difficult it's an art 100 percent. Mm. we we had a long conversation relatively recently about like our uh our process and it, it was pretty similar like he also kind of edits through through sound and like his idea is mapped out and then he like kind of uh a sound can emphasize like the way he sees a visual and then he'll try and create the visual that he sees based off hearing the sound yeah Hootie Tootie is extremely talented. And uh, yeah. I, I talked to him. I think he was like, well, I don't know. Uh, he likes working on massive projects, but it's definitely like super overwhelming and stuff. Yeah. But like, I, I really yeah. look forward to future works from him. He's just so I, good. I really hope he doesn't burn. It would make me sad. Cause, like, yeah. No, I, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. He's inspirational for me. So I, I like hope he does. I hope he can. Uh, he can like i don't know i'm a bit gutted that like the speedrun cup didn't get much support from jagex yep yeah like i i understand that like maybe some of the team names are like cum butthole or whatever (laughs) (laughs) yeah it doesn't help but man it was so well executed no i mean i think of the speedrun cup and it's like the, the it is such a massive project that is i mean it is hours and hours and hours long. I mean, it's it's almost like 
I think they were, uh, and I I don't want to be like critiquing because I they did something I would never be able to do. It's just incredible. But for the average viewer, dedicating yourself to an entire speedrun cup series is like a lot of time allocation just to enjoy the content. Mm. And I feel like mm. they might have went a bit too hard on just like showing every single run. You know what I mean? Like instead yeah. of it being sort of like highlight. Mm. Uh, driven sure. it, it's the, tough the it's streams. like what are you what are you supposed to do like i don't know yeah yeah that is really hard but yeah. like in terms of like i think that is the best pvm esports slash thing you like we've ever seen yeah so. i mean it is it's it, it just really stinks that like what you said it just didn't get as much support and uh Honestly, I think, um, and this is my own, like, crappy takes, is, like, they, as much as, like, they did market it pretty well, I I feel like if, for example, they had more community, or they had more Jagex backing it a little bit, there could have been so much hype, like, Mm. so much more hype to it than there already was, and, uh, yeah, it just kind of stinks that it was kind of, like, it, it felt as though it was Eviescape and Hootie really trying to push it instead of, like, the entire community backing and be like, this is going to be so sick and getting yeah. people a bit more hype about it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. I, I, I feel like, as well, this is a slight tangent, but with RuneScape, like, it took me a while to realize this, but some there's just people that just don't like some content you know like yep. some people really don't want to w- sit and watch uh me make a cinematic or like they don't want to sit and watch someone like talk about how they're doing bandos or whatever like some people just want different things and i feel like it's very it's quite dividing in a way but like i have a lot of viewers that don't even play the game that just watch my sequences and then they click off during the the actual gameplay and then i have people that just skip the sequences and they just want to see me fill in log slots it's kind of crazy but yep it's impossible to please everybody you can't please everyone yeah. yeah okay uh last little topic i'm seeing here that i want to touch on before we wrap things up is mc matt asks will you please let your cat outside do you want to go out gandalf my cat's called gandalf spelled g-a-n-d-o-l-f because I love the, that. the person that I, I've adopted him, uh, that he's quite old. The person that bought him didn't know how to spell it. <laughs> it's Gandalf. So it's Gandalf. I yeah, it. I live in like a, a weird farming town at the moment. I'm looking to move, but yeah, he's a uh, he's very smelly and old, and he he always wants to go out and then always wants to come back in. So <laughs> I think that's where that meme comes from. I love it. But he's a, he's a very happy boy. That you're allergic to yes it sucks <laughs> i think cats are the most adorable creatures and i just i i could uh, when i think about it if i were to ever get a pet i would definitely choose a cat over a dog mm. um but it would have to be hypoallergenic and i'd have to be in a really good place because like i can barely take care of myself right now and if i had to like take care of an animal i just yeah i'm not in the place for it so uh yeah, but yeah. in the future, I think having a little cat would be just adorable. You get short-haired ones, I guess. Yeah, 
Yeah. Or even like a sphinx cat, one of those just naked, Ooh, ugly they're ones. They're apparently super loyal, though. They're like very loyal to their owner. Yeah, I bet. So, does, does, do you know Dromi? Dromi? Yeah. Yeah, Doctor Dromi. I think. Yeah, he has one, right? Oh, I don't know. Does he? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Uh, he's never met. I don't. Maybe he's mentioned it. He he trolls a lot in my streams. So I don't. I, I don't know uh, whether to take him seriously <laughs> or not. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've ne I've never seen a, a, a real sphinx cat in real life, so uh, I've seen pictures of them, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, they are terrifying. But at the same time, like, I kind of like ugly creatures that are like, as long as they're not dirty, you know what I mean? Like smelly mm. or dirty and stuff. If they're just ugly, I can appreciate them. Yeah, yeah. I'm like that with RuneScape pets. I love the abyssal, the protector, uh, the Rift abyssal protector. Pet. Yeah, people yeah. hated it. But yeah, yeah, a lot of people hate it. I also like, uh, well, one of my favorite pets that's super underrated is Kraken. Oh, yeah. I love Kraken. I love tiny pets. I love the little mm. tiny ones, and I love that Kraken every single Christmas has a Santa hat. Ah, it's yes. Just, like, perfect. Yeah. Are, are you excited about the wilderness boss changes? Yes, I actually am. Hmm. Um. Now, I'm probably one of the people that would least be looking forward to it simply because I just completed the wilderness a couple months ago, like fully. Oh, I did two weeks ago. Really? Congrats. Yeah, yeah. I got Vettium Pet was the last thing. Let's go. Yeah, so now that they're coming out with like more stuff, like attachments to the rev weapons, I'm like, oh, I got to go back out there. But <laughs> it seems like it'll be fun because you can mass it as an Iron Man, mm. which is just a really cool way to go about it because it, it would really suck if it's like something you kind of have to mass but if you're an iron man you have to like find some stupid way to solo it and try not to get griefed yeah yeah so, i forgot I, about rev weapons i don't have those yet so i'm not, <laughs> yeah. I'm not but, but you're talking about like you've had all pets and stuff out in the wilderness oh, and from, stuff. i've had everything from the main the main bosses yeah yeah that's cool yeah i went like really hard i got like full dagon high all rev weapons eternal glory full chaos outfit like i went hard for a long time i also spooned every single pet though so keep that in mind i literally didn't go above rate for any pet mm. so that was definitely a help if i had gone like four times rate of one pet i would have just never completed the wilderness <laughs> yeah it, it would be rough yeah like imagine like there's somebody that went like ten thousand dry of vedion i'm like fuck that that just sounds like hell i don't know yeah, that that would not be fun. Spider, I wouldn't mind so much in Scorpia, yeah. but yeah, bear, bear and the Skeleton, nah. -uh. Yeah, no thank you. You know, I lost my first Callisto Cub. I didn't insure it, and I died to a Mithril Dragon later that day with it out. Whoa. So, no way. Yeah, I got the Callisto Cub at like 940, died. It was like my, my first week of streaming. I literally got it and lost it on stream. And then I ended stream because I was so pissed off. I didn't. I forgot that you're supposed to insure pets. I just like it spaced my mind for an hour. So, but I regrinded it and and I got it again like 700 kills later. I was like, fuck yeah, no, not so bad. Okay, Tom, uh, I have really thoroughly enjoyed our conversation today. I really appreciate your time this afternoon. I Thank got, you so much. I, I got two more questions for you to okay. wrap things up. And first one is. Where do you see yourself in five years from now, and where would you like to be? And then okay. the last one is three shout-outs from the community. So. Oh, okay. Oh, that's tough. Um, 
Uh, I would like to carry. I would like to be doing the same thing, um, but have maybe stretched out my my profile a bit in terms of like working on things outside my own channel. Mm -hmm. So, um, I'd like to make a music video one day as well. Ooh, with original music or like just a song you already like? Uh, maybe both. That'd the thing cool. is with making a RuneScape music video is that like it's gonna get uh it's gonna get claimed yeah and yeah no no money risky yeah no money and it could get blocked as well <laughs> yeah. if the artist is like yeah i don't want my whole song in this in on, on youtube like this yeah what you what you really need to do if you're like really gonna spend a lot of time is just contact the artist directly and just be like hey yeah can i just use I, this i do that sometimes for my own videos it's how is it? Some... How has it worked, by the way? Because uh, I've never actually reached out when I've added music, mainly because there's like multiple songs usually. But I think it's like how you. I learned it's. I think it's like how you approach them. Like I make half the video and then I send it to them mm -hmm. as like an unlisted and like, hey, I really love your song and I think it would be a great fit for this part of my 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 uh, like video game video that I'm making. Um, obviously, and then I always say like, obviously. Um, I'm okay with it being claimed and the revenue going to the label. I just kind of want to know if it w would get blocked or anything. And, you know, like, honestly, 80% of the time, they actually respond. Um, and I'd say of that 80% that do respond, about half of them actually say, oh, we'll whitelist your channel. That's cool. Like, I, I have whitelists from... Um, umg australia which is crazy because umg are known as like universal money grabbers right they claim everything and i asked uh i asked to use a, a tame impala song on my video once and they were like yeah we'll whitelist your channel wow that's so cool which is which is crazy i, I so honestly if you're a content creator and you want to use copyright music it's always worth asking yeah that's that's really and, interesting that they're so willing to just whitelist. Yeah, there's like a yeah. there's like a few SoundCloud artists and some Vaporwave artists and some Lo-Fi creators as well that I kind of like have talked to and they've been like, yeah, that's awesome, sure. So yeah, it's worth asking all the time. That's cool. So next five years, doing the same thing and uh, potentially working on some other little projects and reach reaching out, I guess, more community-driven projects. I'm assuming. Yeah, that'd be great. That's cool. All right. Well, now's the time for uh, three shout outs. So anybody in the community, it doesn't have to be the top three. Just sure. Any. Uh, I want to shout out my friend Wedges. His name is Dan. He is probably one of the unknown great players on RuneScape simply because he's so good at grinding. He, I think, was ranked to Sire for his pet. Uh, and he went... I think he's like rank 15 Vorkath for a Skelly Visage. He gets so unlucky on so many things, but he also gets lucky at some things. But he has the best mentality for out of any RuneScaper I've ever, ever come across. He'll go so dry and he'll be able to grind through that grind for 10 hours a day and not complain. He'll Sheesh. get a bit grumpy, but he, he's so... He just has this brain that I've never encountered before on RuneScape. <laughs> and he's killing it at TOA right now. He's up every day grinding through he's been so unlucky at toa so far but he's just loving it and um he's taught me so much about uh how i should play the game and uh he yeah i find joy in places that you shouldn't find joy in the game now because of him so Hell wedges yeah. 
Um, I want to. Sh- who else do I want to shout out? Who plays in the community? Mm. This is tough. Uh, 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 <laughs> I want to shout. I always uh, ask is like my audience listening. It's like these, these are not like well thought out before the podcast. I literally ask it. Yeah, just no. like on the spot. So. <laughs> uh i'll shout out uh, let's go witchcrafty hell yeah because she's talented and full of ideas and we bounce ideas off each other a lot and it's always been beneficial i think for both of us that's so cool and we're gonna work on something together soon Ooh, i'm excited so that's gonna be fun uh okay i'll do a content i'll do a a content creator next who do I want to shout out um uh I'll shout I'll shout out Will Hell he's yeah. like he's like one of the I guess because he's American I've kind of met so many people that I wanted to meet but I've I've not met Zoe and Will so I'll shout out both Zoe and Will that's four people because uh I've known it feels like I've known them for a while now and I've, I really want to meet them and they're just really cool down to earth people. Yeah, very bubbly too. Just they yeah. just full of energy and just excitement for things. So Hell yeah. Very cool. There you go. That's my shout outs. Tom, I uh have loved spending the afternoon with you. I think uh this is a really nice podcast. So guys, down in the description, be sure to follow Guns Chili on Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. Is there anything else you'd like linked down below? no i'm all good but shout out you sebe <laughs> much love thank you <laughs> no it's definitely Thanks for having me beast it's my pleasure uh it's it's always really good to know just meet somebody for the first time talk to them for multiple hours and just like really get to pick their brain so uh it's it's definitely always my pleasure um, oh can i add one thing go go for it uh i think hooty shouted this out before so you might find the link there already on his podcast but the uh the runescape art hub Oh, have the Discord linked? Yeah, they're really good. If you want to learn anything about like um, Blender or even like Premiere Pro or just content creation in general, there's so many people in there who are willing to help, okay. and they're they're great. So awesome! I'll have that link down in the in the description. It as well. used to be a private Discord, but it's public now. So okay, cool, cool. Okay. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Next week, by the way, uh, scheduled, we will be having Megan on the Sebe cast. She is a old school RuneScape creator. I just recently got her first Infernal Cape, so that's pretty hype. And uh, Ooh. partnered streamer, so we're going to be talking to her next week. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Enjoy the rest of your days, and we will catch you guys in the next one. Peace. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.